Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and today we're back with our friends from Fresh and Fit. How you guys doing? Good, man. Good to be back in LA. Fantastic. Great to my be guys, here. My guys, my guys. How many months ago was it that we did the first one? Does anyone know? Three? Uh, I think I'll tell three. you right now. Yeah, about three It was like, ago. I want to say, two months ago. Two months? Two? Yeah. That's it? And it's almost 900K views. <laughs> Time fucking flies, <laughs> man. Fact. Wow. Yes, sir. That's crazy. I feel like it was a year ago. It's been a minute. It was a great talk. Life moves fast when you do this many interviews. Facts. You know? There's, just, there's probably like 50 interviews between your, you guys' last one and this one. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we're just racing through them. And I used to think we do the most interviews. Then I see, how, like, we came here and saw behind the scenes, like, you guys are grinding out interviews. You guys are doing, like, two or three a day. I'm like, damn, okay. Yeah, that you, nigga is. You know, <laughs> I, only, I only go to the ones I, I, the ones I want to sit in. He, he only comes to the ones that he gets paid for. Basically, no, where he, if not, he gets to spank no, a woman no, with no, a book, no. then he's happy. No. He wants me to come to the ones that are... Uh, gang related. Gang related. <laughs> I mean, that's where your expertise shows. Yeah, you're right. He could be the one saying, like, don't talk about that. Don't say that. I, that's the truth. Uh, I'll do that. Yeah. That's the truth. Um, no, I need a guy like AD, man, on the team. For AD sure. solid, bro. Yeah, absolutely. But, bro. Solid but, okay, rock. what I like about what you guys do is that it feels like, I don't know what you guys are doing during the day, but it's like <laughs> every night... You guys are just in the zone, <laughs> locked in. We're going to get these views. We're going to get this money. We're going to get this sh money. We're going to oh get all God. these hoes to pull Enough up. Enough of New York. <laughs> New York? I mean, that's what I might say. You know, me personally, I might I'm say I'm happy that Bobby's money. out, though. Yeah? yeah. new single, too. Yeah. I did see. He put a new single out after yeah. six months on the day that Drake dropped his album. It's a very ballsy move. Nobody else would do that. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, yeah, I mean, like, what? Get, how about that? Let's start there. Give me a day in the life in terms of, like, what you guys are doing throughout the day to prepare and are you doing five uh live streams per week on average or are you doing much more than that at oh, this point we're doing lot, like yeah. two to three a day so a month we'll do like 70 to like 80 podcasts and, and everything's a live month. yeah all yeah. live all live. a month so our podcast production quality and quality and quantity is going up yeah so time. i like a day i guess i could say my day and then he could say his day because me yeah. and him are very opposite in what we do <laughs> yeah. he's sitting by the pool <laughs> A little bit, but I want to hear what, how you guys are different. Because that's what's interesting. We're all like trying to figure out like how do these two dudes like get along in the long run. Same thing with me and him, too. Like, yeah, we came from way different backgrounds, too. But um, And I didn't really talk about that on the last show, but I guess we can get into that. Tell them the truth, man. Want. They want to hear the truth. He's yeah, an dude. island boy, and you yeah. came straight up out the mosque. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of like, well, that's how I see it playing out. Yeah. So he's, like, got, he's got the fun party vibe, and you have, like, like, like a lot of times, even when I've seen you getting, like, kind of heated with girls, I'll just be thinking in my head, like, this is how this motherfucker was born. I'm sure yeah. this, this is not some new shit he just thought up. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I grew up in a Muslim background, but I guess, um, so I, I could go uh, in, the, I guess, uh, my background after, but, like, I guess a day in the life for me, bro, I wake up in the middle of the day. Mm. Like, sometimes I'll wake up, like, 30 or 40 minutes before uh, the show. Or I'll wake up like an hour or two before, and then I'll go to the gym, train, then come right and uh, do the show right after. That's why a lot of times I'll be like sweating and stuff randomly uh, when we do a show. Or if I wake up right before the show, I'll uh, in between the nighttime show, because we'll do the daytime show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And Monday is the Money Mondays. Wednesdays is the Womanizer Wednesdays. And then Friday is the Fitness Fridays. Okay. Or like we do also on Fridays, we do a call-in show. So we release a fitness video, like on, you know, how to lose weight, whatever it is. And then we also do a live stream, which we do like reactions to contemporary events. Right. Um, and fun fact, I lost, I lost 30 pounds listening to his, his advice. Yeah, I mean, Really? Fun fact, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, uh, so that's the daytime shows. Then every night, Monday through Friday, we bring in girls at like 10 or 11 p.m. And then we do the, the whole after-hour show, which everyone loves. But we do the daytime shows, but everyone for Forgets about that, like no one no remembers those big episodes. No one watches those. Credit cards, <laughs> real estate is like, oh, I'm going to the garden yes, even though they exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. that's all like uh, like yesterday we talked about uh, travel credit cards, like the best travel credit cards to get, yep. but depending on if you have if you want zero um, annual fee, moderate annual fee, or Amex, high annual Chase. fee. You know, we broke it all down with all the different cards. We put the timestamps in there. No one watches it. But when we bring in the girls, 100K. You know, really? views, you know what I'm saying? Easy. Wow. So How does that feel, though? Because you guys are trying to give people, like, a full, you know, plan for life. Like, here's how you fix every part of your life. And they want to skip all the, the working out, the getting <laughs> in shape, the making money. And they're like, no, I just want to look at these hoes. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the thing is, is that it's the reason why we do it is because what we've, we've realized is that to be attractive in 2021 and get women, you gotta be like pretty much an apex male, man. You gotta have everything on point. You gotta have your money on point. You gotta be in shape. You gotta have game. Mm. You gotta have social awareness. You gotta have confidence. So what we do is we try to, we don't just tell them, okay guys, get out there and talk to more girls. No, we tell them, hey, talk to more girls, but at the same time, you need to become a, the best version of yourself so that you become the most attractive to the widest demographic of women. Mm. It's kinda like, they think you only need one thing. Like, okay, I just need to look good or just have money. It's, you need everything, bro. To get the best you, benefits. You could get by on having one amplifier. Let's say you got dough, right? You could get chicks, but they're not going to respect you. Mm. Or let's say you have game, but you don't have money. Well, you can get a smasher girl here or there, but are you going to be able to keep her? You mm -hmm. know? So you always want to have, because if you're deficient in something, the girl's going to extract what she needs from you for, you know, off what you're amplifying and then like move on to the next guy. But if you have everything together, not only are you going to be more confident, more attractive, but also you're going to have the power to walk away. Because right. a lot of guys don't have that power to walk away from girls. And I remember when we were having this conversation and I thought it was like, you know, something I hadn't really thought about so much in terms of like how nowadays with tinder and instagram it's like the whole dating market has changed where if you're like a 19 year old hottie from ohio you're not picking from yeah. the 10 dudes that go to the bar in your neighborhood nope. you're going to be picking from all these ballers in la and new york and miami etc nice ad and, yeah, exactly <laughs> guys who like to fly girls out yeah. guys who like to shower them in money and champagne <laughs> I don't know about all that. Wait a minute. Okay. Okay. But, but, so recently the other day, I saw some poker players talking about this, and they're probably not the type of people who ever would have watched my podcast, but they were saying, they were talking about this, and they had a good comparison. Like They compared it to online poker versus real-life poker. Oh. Everybody knows that real-life poker is a lot easier because the only people that are playing a certain stake in a certain casino are the people in that area, so you get a lot of random fucking people and you know people that aren't very good and stuff – 
But then if you play uh, uh, that same $500 tournament online, you get everybody in the entire the world the who wants to play a $500 mm-hmm. tournament. And yeah. it's exactly the same with dating now, where a girl is in Ohio who previously would have access to 40 dudes in her town now has access to everybody on earth and all of a sudden and and that's why now I'm going to steal that analogy that, it's now. very very I'm good I'm stealing yeah, that yeah. Uh, that that is fantastic you guys got to hear a no jumper first if, I'm stealing that from Adam if 22 if you play online poker you know the real effect of this cuz <laughs> online is so much harder and it's just like that's that's the reality is that now girls are picking from a very very different pool and now we are seeing male virginity male virginity it's is huge. on the fucking rise. Yep. And people think I'm capping when I say that. This is something. No, you're not <laughs> I want to get your thoughts yep. on this. And I realize that I'm fresh off the caffeine this morning, so I'm acting like a tweaker. I might but, need a coffee too. Yes. You sure I, it's, also meth? it's also meth. Um, <laughs> this is something I saw the other day that I was kind of wowed by. It said that young men, I was listening to this like very official therapist, uh, you know, scientist, woman, et cetera, Abigail Schreier. And she was talking about the fact that now you have young men going into doctors asking for Viagra and shit Bro. because yeah. they are so used to jerking off to crazy Ooh. shit online <laughs> that they might be 19 or 20 and they already feel like, oh, I got one girl and it's nice to me. That's not enough. That's not going to keep me entertained. I need to see crazy shit. So dudes are really coming in and asking for Viagra. In conclusion, the whole world is fucked up. Yo, I can't yeah. tell you how many girls, bro, I've met, either talking to them on a podcast or behind the scenes. They're like, yo, my boyfriend, you can't get it up. I don't know what to do. This, this is why I'm, I'm going to go New cheat. New boyfriend. And I'm like, yo, I get it. <laughs> yeah. They're jerking off all day. And it's like, bro, your girl's right there in front of you. What are you going to do? Yeah, not, not only that, but like we, we coach at this point. Thousands. thousands of guys and um you know we have our patreon community everything else like that and our zoom calls that we do and a big problem that a lot of guys come to us with is is i'm addicted to porn mm-hmm. uh, I, I watch it all the time i can't stop blah 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 and one of the first things we tell guys is guys that have like approach anxiety that have issues like going up and talking to women is you need to stop watching porn bro because uh when you stop watching porn it's gonna make you start to like naturally like girls again and not like be attracted to all this like all extra Crazy weird shit. stuff you know what i'm the saying shit I think that you're not gonna be able to ever get yeah. in real life you're not gonna meet a girl at the bar who wants to do Ass to mouth that night or whatever the fuck you're <laughs> like, getting turned on. A lot of the time, yeah. sim- like approach anxiety is killed just by like not watching porn. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. For a lot of guys. I mean, obviously some guys need a little bit more, you know, holding their hands to, to do it. But uh, a lot of guys get over approach anxiety simply by just not watching porn. The thing about this, right? Wow. When you don't, whenever you don't jerk off, you got to bust a nut some way. So you got to talk to girls and, hey, you know what? Get out there. Go out in public. It forces you to, like, you know what? I'd rather be home and just jerk off. I got to go outside and meet people. But if I'm going to the club with like five days worth of cum stored up inside my body, <laughs> let's say some girl does want to hook up with me. Yeah. I mean, she's getting a good solid two and a half seconds of intercourse before I <laughs> <laughs> Not if you have the honey. Oh, or the Roman. No, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> Shout out to Roman. Just because you were just buying dick products on Yo, Instagram hey, right before this. I don't need this shit. I got a great track record, man. I, that's not what I heard. You ain't heard that bad. I've been in Compton asking around. Oh, well, yeah. I ain't been there in a while. Your Yelp reviews are trash out there. Damn, bro. Um, wait, but so are you Dana life? Huh? Dana life? Uh, for me? Oh. For, for both for both of y'all. You want me to do mine? Uh, wake up at eight in the or wake up seven thirty in the morning. Give me some Joe, please. I, w- <laughs> <laughs> I work out at like eight. Yeah. I come into the house. I eat breakfast. I look at my phone. Go through Twitter. Go through social media. Email or text my team like a crazy person. Then I come in here, do the news or do interviews all day. Sometimes it's not news or interviews. Sometimes it's like meetings and stuff. Like tomorrow, I have to just do meetings all day, sitting in my back house at my house. And then usually I'm done by like seven or eight. And damn. then I'd come home and sit on the couch for an hour or two, watch a TV, smoke a blunt, and then go to bed. God damn it. What a life. Well, um, what about you? Like, let's say tomorrow. 
I'll take my daughter to school, come film, pick her up from school, go to the studio, uh, go do some more filming, and then I'll go to the clubs and turn the fuck up and then go back home and do it all over again. Man, oh, y'all boring, man. man. Listen to my life now, right? <laughs> this is what she I do well, hold on, single, I like she's yet. single. My bad, my bad. So then after we do the nighttime no. show, uh, so as you guys, as, uh, my bad, I didn't even get to finish. I got so uh, <laughs> interested in what Adam was saying. But uh, basically, <clears throat> so wake up, right? Right before the show. Do the show, and then I'll go to the gym in between, the nighttime show, right? We do the regular show, be done by like 9, 10 p.m., hit the gym for an hour, come back and do the late night show at like 11 p.m. or so. And then after that, I'll typically like, you know, research other topics for like the next show, uh, take notes, whatever, come watch other, you know, YouTubers that are in the same space as us, you know, look at the numbers, everything like that. I study my competition a lot of the time. Mm. And then I go to bed by like, you know, 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. Boring. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, that's, that's why. Let's yeah. right? Go ahead, so, go ahead. Networking specialist here. I want to say, you know what? I'll say this off rip. Go ahead. I love, I love, I love networking. So I wake up every morning, pretty much, and I say, you know what? How can I network and get out there, meet new people, you know, get guests on the show? So I wake up, I, I go to someone's DMs and say, yo, bro, let's link up, let's let's do some collabs, whatever. And it could be either a boat party, it could be a party at nighttime in a club, it could either be, hey, come to my crib, let's let's vlog. So pretty much, I'm always doing some something dope, and it could be like, some something random. So like, I'm gonna wake up today, it might be a yacht party. Tomorrow it could be like you know a tour of their house. Basically, I'm saying like that's a good thing about Miami. Yeah, think, like, people are Miami always coming. Could meet anybody for anywhere. Athletes, celebrities, YouTubers. Everyone's coming. Everyone comes to Miami for, for a vacation. So, so it's kind of like you know what you go out there, you get your, your name out there as well, and you network. That's very important. See, I feel like I'm 100 in the Myron part of my life yeah, right now. Yeah. Just like, where, <laughs> but I want to be more in this part of my life. It's where, fun, man. Because I know that probably the best thing that I could do to like get more interviews or make my business better is to meet more people, mm -hmm. meet people who own companies that want to advertise, meet famous people that want to do interviews, meet girls that want to be managed or want to come on the Patreon. You know, like yeah. if I were to go to the club for a couple hours, I would probably make so many connections that would be so great for business, but somehow I'm still trapped in like quarantine mode, <laughs> new dad mode. See, I gotta get out of it. That's what I do. Like, I yeah. go to the clubs and I meet people all the time and I network and do You shit. are the balanced version of them. Yeah. The, yeah. But see, like, one, one thing with Fresh, that nigga do have his phone out. Like, <laughs> he, he records Every Everything. fucking thing, and it was to the point he was rolling around me. I'm like, hey, nigga, this is like, <laughs> I'm like, this is this is excessive now, bro. Like, goddamn. But I understand the content, and I'm like, he has so much shit. And then even like watching the vlog and shit, now it was like. Okay, he has so much shit every single day to post on top of everything else that y'all doing. So I took some notes when it came down to you that. You know what it is? It's kind of like I can hit somebody up online and we could kind of like make a connection there. But in person is so different, bro. It's like, mm -hmm. you know what? I get to see your energy, your vibe. Okay, this guy's cool. I mess with him. You know what? Maybe I've been a little bit skeptical about the beginning of his podcast, but you know what? I fuck with his energy. I'll come on a podcast. And that alone, bro, that connection in person, you can't beat that. Okay. Yeah, it's very important. So. It's very important. Because, he, yeah, he goes out there and he networks with the people. And then, like, me, I'm always also, like, I'm uh, always upgrading the studio. Like, getting, like, new mics, new equipment, new cameras. Yeah. Upgrading, like, trying to make the production quality higher. Because, like, my thing is, like, I look at it like, well, there's a lot of podcasts out there. But if we can make the podcast with the highest content quality you know what i'm saying well production quality as well then that's going to give us an edge so like and when you're at this level like i mean obviously you guys are high level podcasters as well like value, every small percentage like matters a lot you know every little thing that you do every new upgrade goes you know very far because when you're at competing at this level it's like every little edge but see that's why you need a team bro because mm -hmm. i'm gonna be good at one thing which is networking and get myself out there he's got a behind the scenes with a camera equipment i can't do that shit yeah. so you need a team which is why it's very important yeah, because yeah. you can only get so far with like just being one person running a business. Like, because there's just yeah, going to be, like, for yep. me, it's like, 
I'm very good at like doing the interviews, getting creative, thinking about what to ask people and stuff. If I were to take all the time out of my life to then also be like editing the podcast, which oh, I, I could yeah. do that. Like I, I fucking know how to do that. It's just not the best use of my time. So I got an editor, you know, I got and yet me running around trying to do all the booking would be just like a huge, like waste of my time at this point. So it's like, I got to bring somebody else in to help me book all this stuff. I mean, you're not really running a business unless you have other people helping you Facts. out. Cause otherwise you're just like a person hustling. Facts. Like for example, know? we took a break from the podcast for like, I think four days, right? Yeah. Came over here to LA, I went to Kalamazi's party. I met Soldier Boy, Blueface, I met Michael Blacks' manager, mm -hmm. uh, Sam and Chubbs. And pretty much like from there, he came on a podcast That's after where that, that came from. I exactly. was wondering how you guys met him. So basically, bro, like once again, networking is very powerful. If he didn't meet me in person, he wouldn't know who I was. Hey, you know what? We can mess with a podcast. Let's talk some numbers, and then from there, we hooked up, and then it made it happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that that interview was was funny too. It was funny as hell, it was, bro. It was a good time. Under the Michael Blackson is funny. Yeah, like <laughs> he really is funny. And and the thing too is like uh, for me is like I'm always like trying to scale up because as you guys know, we bring a bunch of girls on the show. Mm -hmm. So like I'm getting like uh, you know trying to get more cameras, and then as you get more cameras and more mics, well then you need a new mixer, you need a new video switcher. Mm -hmm. So I always gotta like upgrade up, and you know always looking at new equipment. So yeah, that's gonna be our issue at our next spot is that we're gonna have to we're gonna try to have more mics, so we're gonna need a different. Mixer, or I think we'll be able to use this because you got a big ass sets. space here, bro. But this yeah. small ass table, <laughs> this ain't shit. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, you guys <laughs> do have a big table. This yeah. spot is about to go yeah. crazy. No, 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 no. That's yeah. lit. Spot, that's we're gonna lit. have yeah. so much more room. That, that's what's weird now is like people come in here and be like, Man, this is a great spot you guys got going here. This is super dope. And I'm like, Man, like, they don't this know what's coming. Shit. This is our old shit, bro. We need to see my new it shit. It ain't Nick Cannon. Inside, did you see what happened with him last night? No, oh, okay. I'm gonna tell you about it later because uh -oh. I don't, don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But he 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 showed up at the fucking uh, Met Gala or whatever last night. That you wasn't know. him. That picture. He said it wasn't. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> I'll explain off camera later. <laughs> no, that wasn't him. <laughs> Wait, did you go to the Met Gala? No, he no. wouldn't go anyway. No, he don't even like to put on suits. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That's like me, bro. No. You don't like leaving. When I no, look at these images, the same, bro. he thinks the same. his legs are deformed or something. When for some I look reason. at all these celebrities just showing up at something like that, and they're all just in competition for who can be wearing the gayest outfit, <laughs> I'm just like. Yo, I what like, is this? Kate Why Cuddy? do you all choose to do this? Like, who <laughs> convinced you that it was cool to show up like this? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I think you should stop. Kick Cuddy had me dying, bro. I was like, dog, this nigga's burnt. Burnt oh, out, man. I, I mean, yeah. He, like, what, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> you got all that black shit around your eyes. You get I love how him and Frank Ocean came in with the same hair color. Mm, <laughs> like, somehow, all this, like, the zeitgeist, like, they both just had the same idea. That's like when J. Cole wore the same Versace <laughs> shirt as French Montana. And I mean, that's, you, that, you could do that, though. But they landed on the same exact hair color. How is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's fucked up. That's, yeah, it's kind of. I mean, we're, we're going to have this conversation later, but you're going to have to let me know why everybody is rocking dresses from your community. I ain't from my community. <laughs> Not well, I don't know That's why I just wear our merch man i don't wear nothing else I've i just wear our stuff, bro. i've no, not no. seen a dress come that's out cool yet. that you got him to wear the merch right now though because i see him with mad versace fits on the ground <laughs> I know, you never wear, you never i'm wear like where did you get a leather bucket hat from damn <laughs> what's going on yeah what's the product are you part of us bro the funny the funniest <laughs> shit we was in a dior store and i was trying to convince him to buy this blammy pack <laughs> bro for like almost an hour bro this shit was funny as fuck yo because real talk okay i'm very different right because i'll go in a store i'll see what i want but i'm like damn 
do I deserve this right now? Is it for me right now? Or should I wait? Mm. So I'm thinking, you know what? When I make a big win, I'll come back and buy it. So that bag, I bought it like a month later. So it's crazy, man. I have to, I feel, I feel, I have to feel, feel like I, I earned it. Once I earn it, then I'll buy it. But do you, do you, guys, that, I do you shoes. guys feel like you're living that life? Like, like, do you guys feel like, oh, we're making this money, so we want to spend this money, or is part of you like, we're making this money, but who the fuck knows what's gonna happen six months from now? So maybe I should just hold on to as much of this money as possible. Um, I'll tell you this, because I'm in the hold on go ahead, go ahead. category, even so though for I have me, no reason. I feel like money's a tool to be used, and I use it for networking. So me buying this watch, this chain, the clothes, it's more like, you know what? If I go into a room with somebody that I want to network with and we look similar, they're like, you know what? He's somebody. Let me see what he has to say. That's the truth. Versus if I'm like just wearing some regular clothes, whatever, it's like, oh, uh, he's nobody. I don't talk to him. Mm. So just those things alone, even my car. I bought a McLaren recently, uh, recently right? I saw a breakdown in the middle of the road. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you see won't get a living. <laughs> dun, 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 so that was one of the most yeah. embarrassing things in my life because... Once again, the I mean, battery died, right? Battery it was a battery. He got it fixed. The battery but. died, right? Mm. But I was, in, I was there for like four hours, bro. They came to tow the, tow the car. It was too low. They couldn't tow it. Long story short, I met a guy in a club the night before. He helped me get the car towed from his guy. So mm. networking once again. But did you feel like you were kind of flexing with the broken down McLaren in the middle of the you street? Because it's still like I got him. Bro, they were like, fresh from the podcast. The car broke down. <laughs> You're doing like a <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, damn it, you know who I am. You're doing a meet greet on the side <laughs> of the road. Funny story. A girl from the podcast worked at Hooters across the street. She came over and brought me some food, that. some water. Yeah. I'm like, yo, that's love, man. That's fire. And uh, I'm going to say, well, but yeah, the people but, that say we're terrible ooh, to the female guests. But, yeah. but, they're good to you guys. That being said, bro, right? Whatever I do is for networking. So me doing these things, I'm getting new, new people. I, new, you know, I'm getting like new eyeballs on us, new people watching the show. It's like, you know what? I can see he's going up in life. Let me see what he's about. Mm. And that alone opens up new doors, new avenues. And look, people were bringing on this next month is going to be crazy because, once again, I'm in car circles now. I'm in fashion mm. circles. It's like, you know what? Let me see what you, you got to offer. We got a podcast that's lit. Come through. See, that's what I do. I send AD out to the clubs. I make no, him he wear, does not. I make him wear no jumper shirt. <laughs> I don't. And it's great. No, I, but this is actually the weird thing. Is a couple months ago, I was all yeah. geeked up on. I need to start going out. I'm gonna go out to the club with AD. I'm gonna actually start socializing again. That. And then what happens? I get COVID, <laughs> and he gets alcoholism, and he has to stop drinking. Yeah. Now, he's still going out, so it's actually not a good excuse. And I don't have COVID anymore, so that's actually not a good excuse either. But that was kind of like, oh, fuck, is the universe trying to tell me to not fuck around with going out or anything? No, do you have to go out. And, and back to what you say about the McLaren, yeah. I recently read 50 Cent's new book, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the McLaren. She used to break down all the time. He spent so much money on that shit. Bro, really? Like the worst purchase ever. He was like, he spent all his money on a fucking McLaren. I'm not going to lie. I've heard it before. Now I see it's real. And real talk, man, after this, like, six months or a year, I have the car. I'm selling it. Okay, really? Only, it's not only, worth it? He, only, sold, he sold his as well. Only Lambos. Like, real talk, it's a beautiful car. It's amazing. It's fast. It's beautiful. But the components, bro, they just break down, bro. But the battery itself it has problems with all McLarens. Battery. And I think he said it was the battery. He said he spent all that shit for that. Bro, you know what's, that's he, what's crazy is that when I was a kid, I remember me and my family, we all had normal-ass cars and stuff. And then my dad wanted to ball out a little bit, so he got a sob. It was a nice sob, though. Like, like people, like, he felt like the sob was, like, a big step up for him in his professional career. Right. The sob would break every goddamn week. Damn. He, it was always in the shop. He's always getting something fixed. And I just remember it being, like, a huge source of stress for him that, like, he tried to flex a little bit. 
and it didn't work and he yeah. just ended up wasting so much money on it so that always kind of rings in Mercedes my head. Mercedes has never uh, let me down. I guess that shows like the because me and Fresh are real different like again like so uh, he's a little bit more flashy I'm real reserved with like I'm a hardcore mm. minimalist like I don't own much like if you <laughs> outside of the, the nice stuff in the studio like my personal stuff like I don't own anything I'm really like same that. Same way yeah. And um, with me like pretty much I take all my money and I dump into real estate mm. so I'm Smart a real estate man. investor too and uh, we, we talk about it, but those videos don't get as many views as when I'm like, hey, bitch, get out the, the podcast. <laughs> like, you know By the way, just, just to add to that as well, I have real estate that pays me monthly here in Barbados and the States. So that's why I'm confident in doing what I'm doing. I don't just <clears throat> waste money for shit like, like this because I got, I got money for investments. So. Yeah, but no. So, um, but yeah, most of my money goes right into real estate. If it doesn't go into business, it goes into real estate. And then, like, I don't really wear design or anything. No offense to you guys. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I just wear the merch and then, you know, regular clothes and that's it. Like, all my stuff is cheap. So, and then, like, food at the, you know, my meal prep service and, like, going to the gym yeah, and I'm stuff not gonna like lie. that. I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to get a Rolex. I'm trying so hard. But it's I so will get one. I'm going to get a plain Jane, though. No no bus downs. Bro, like, plain Jane is get the best way to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with it. It's a, worth more. It yeah. don't, don't be like me. Yeah, I'm going to get definitely a plain Jane, like, a date just something basic with a blue face i feel like you yeah. get mad at him when he like eats bad uh i clown him a little bit yeah <laughs> no, i do like, clown him i, I do clown him where you'll yeah. be like because you, you eat so strict that you'll be looking at him like all right go have fun with your hamburger <laughs> yeah. Boy, yeah. Literally, every meal is like i bro, do clown him a little bit you're, you know you're still fat right i'm like no i lost 30 pounds you're, you're still fat i'm like relax dog like, let me let me enjoy my life bro damn it yeah not nah, man but but um but definitely with the with the money, obviously, you know, I'm I'm just like, you know, because you know, I'm a fan of Robert Kiyosaki's work and everything like that. Mm. And my thing is, you know, taking that earned income and throwing it into assets, you know, buying properties, everything. My thing is like uh multifamily real estate. And uh yeah, man, I just enjoy it. Like the whole flight here from Miami, I was like real looking estate. at commercial properties, I was looking at, you know, triplexes and fourplexes. And and yeah, so like I'm just trying to build up as much passive income from real estate as possible. You have possible. like a guy who acts as the landlord for all these spots so that you don't have to deal with them individually. So that's a good question. So my my dad runs my prop. I, I have two properties in Connecticut. My dad runs those. And then I have uh, one in Miami right now. And then another one I'm going to close on uh, in the ne next two weeks or so. So I'm going to run those by myself. But I'm going to try to buy more in Connecticut. That's where my dad is at. Southern Connecticut. And and it's in it. The market's really hot right now because uh, all the New Yorkers are getting out, bro. They're, mm -hmm. they're going either, either to Southern Connecticut, Miami, uh, Miami, mm -hmm. Florida, Texas, whatever it is. So Southern, Southern Connecticut is, is like, for some reason. yeah, bull, dude. It's yeah. So, so everybody uh, wants to go hang out with Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin's like another world. Like uh, Austin has exploded in pop in, in uh, you know population since like 2000. I remember I went there like in 2009. They still had like cranes and everything. Yeah, else I still used, there. I used to stay out there in 2008, 2009. It's exploded. It dude. was not cool. Like it, it was cool. It actually, was cool. Like it was a good vibe. It wasn't like blown out. Now <laughs> this shit is hella professional. They got yeah. so many huge. And not only everywhere. that, the the cities, the the infrastructure of the city is not caught up to the population explosion. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the traffic is horrible in Austin because there's really like main one real main highway interstate 35 mm -hmm. I, I lived in texas for years so i'm familiar but yeah austin is i think uh, it's just cheaper too yeah uh, wait, wait austin no austin is the most expensive like one of the most expensive texas itself well texas yeah, is cheap yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere else in texas is pretty fucking houston yeah. chill cheap. houston san antonio uh, dallas fairly mm. cheap compared to like other major cities so yeah. texas is great there if i know. wasn't in florida i'd be in texas let me throw this question out to you guys i want to ask you this is how did it go about? I'm sure you've answered this on your show and stuff, but how did it go about that you ended up having WAC 1069 and academics all <laughs> oh, shit. doing business? In, it's pretty legendary that this all took place in the Fresh and Fit studio. How did yeah. this go all down? Right. So let me tell you from the very beginning. So, me and Myron are big fans of 69, right? We love his music. We love uh, his funniness, his marketing genius. Obviously, you know, he's kind of crazy, but whatever. That being said, he loves him too. 
<laughs> as, mu as much as uh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't even flinch, I'm like, and, and I'll say this: as much as people uh, hate Six Nine, uh, what he did when he uh, did the Goober release, everything he did leading up to that, with releasing a clothing line, with doing the Instagram live, with releasing the music video the way he did, doing the Times Square thing, I'm looking at it from the marketing perspective, Mark yeah, you know, not point. not the the street stuff. I'm looking at it straight from the marketing. It was. Fantastic! Oh, no like, it was crazy. He, he is a genius marketer. That yeah. is a yeah. fucking one hundred. You know, so I had to, I had to give him that because like I looked at it like past the 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 street stuff, like what he did from a marketing standpoint. It was fantastic. Like yeah. you, and he got up on the billboard in Times Square, and I was like, holy shit! He probably paid a good price for it because I was during COVID, right? Mm. So sorry. It, it was funny too that everybody was DMing me like, "How do you feel about your boys with six <laughs> nine? And I was like, "Bro, I said they're not street guys. We're civilians. I, yeah, I don't expect them to to <laughs> adhere to a code. I'm like, they can." Give him an interview where he can be there. It's like I don't look at them any differently for doing those shit like that. And I tell people all the time too, I don't have a personal problem with the nigga. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. you feel me? I don't fuck with the, what he did. Now that's where I leave it. You stay over there. We stay over here. Yeah, I, yeah. I was Principles. getting that from. I interviewed uh, Sean O'Malley, who's like a UFC star, and he's friends with Six Nine. Sean people, uh, Sean, Sugar Sean. Sean. Sugar Sean, right. And people are commenting like, oh, he's friends with 6 9 How could you be cool with him? I'm like, you guys really think it's that serious, huh? Like, I'm not supposed it's to be not. friends with this guy? Like, what the fuck and, and do I, I, I tell, care? I tell Adam all the time, I was like, bro, if you didn't talk so much shit about this guy, like, I wouldn't care if you did something with this nigga because that's not the life that you come from. I'm not yeah. sitting in the shit, but you feel me? Yeah, you yeah, right. We, we are, we are street guys, so it is... We, we, can, look, we can look past that because we're not street guys. I, I enjoy the music personally, and then, like, I think the marketing, uh, what he did for the marketing was genius, you know? Know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so, so basically, um, once again, networking. I got invited to a party. I was with DDG, his manager, um, and some hey. other people. And <laughs> <funny> story, <laughs> and this this was actually in Miami, right? So uh, we we got a table. We were there with Blueface as well. Some other people there. And I met academics there, right? First time. I'm like, Shout yo, to academics. academics, man. I'm a big fan, He's bro. Good blah, people, blah blah blah. You know, obviously, you know, chat niggas in it, are are in here, or whatever. I was like, bro, I got podcasts right now. Uh, definitely, you inspired me. I need you on the, on the show. He's like, all right, cool, cool. I'll he knew you... about Fresh and Fit yet or no? You know, it's funny. He, he always talks about them on the show. He shit. did. Okay. But he didn't know it was me. He, uh, it, it was okay. like, he did a, uh, I think it was Kevin Samuels uh, mm -hmm. reaction. Was in the studio when, when he did that, uh, that episode. There okay. was like a week where I so, thought Fresh and Fit was Mr. Organic's podcast because that clip went so viral. Oh, yeah. And oh, okay. I didn't realize, like, oh, that guy was actually just a guest. It yeah. took me like a week to like actually start okay. digging in and realize. It's going viral again for some reason. Really? Almost yeah. star. Again, I, I don't know how, but uh, yeah. it's crazy. Anytime you tell a, a bougie bitch to shut the fuck up, <laughs> like with fucking Blue Jasmine, everybody yeah. in the podcasting landscape, me, yeah. Academics, you guys, Kevin yeah. Samuels, we all got hella numbers off of just telling her to shut up. Yeah. There you go. Shout out to Bro, her. Bro, th th there's a mark, like, because the Bird. thing is, I mean, we could talk about <laughs> girls after, like, holding chicks accountable, but, bro, it's crazy. Like, girls just... Live live life on easy mode, man. I ain't. Gonna... <laughs> Rarely do they get told like, "Yo, stop or shut up or stop acting dumb or whatever." Like, not all, but a lot of attractive girls, bro. Let's keep it a thousand. Like, entitlement. We had a girl is real. on the Patreon recently who was uh, overweight. Let's say, and <laughs> oh god. And, but 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 this is the thing that occurred to me. I know this going. Before I even said a word to her, mm. I knew she was going to be really nice, and that I knew she was going to be a good interview because. Mm. The truth is, is that if you're not like conventionally attractive, you gotta like work. Make for it. Up you for have it. to have a good, you have yeah. to have a good person. If a 400 pound guy walks in here and like oh, people say, oh, not that she was 400 pounds, but <laughs> if if a really fat dude walks in here and he's supposed to be on the podcast, you probably just assume like, oh, he must have a really good personality because it's like he's not skating through <laughs> life. Whereas a lot of the hottest girls I know in my life 
have the absolute worst personalities. And, yeah, nice. and since moving out here, it's gotten worse where you meet hotter and hotter girls. You meet a supermodel, she never had to think. Miami, Nobody ever made Miami her Miami think. is the yeah. epicenter of worse, bro. Really? Yeah, bro. Yes, it's bro. bad. The entitlement is real, bro. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, they, like, I've said it before. Like, the average girl thinks she's better than the average guy, bro. But you like, know why? She has so many options. Think about this, right? She got a sugar daddy, a yeah. boyfriend. A guy that's digging her down. Like, why does she need you? Nigga, who are you? What are you going to do for me? That's, yeah. that's, that's how it is. Facts. So, okay, tell them the academic story. But we're, we're the same we can, way, though. Then we can talk As about men. chicks. As men. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of the same way, you know? There ain't too many sugar mamas like that. Unless you look like this. <laughs> oh, no, they want real teeth. Keep going. Watch my plug. I had one too in, in Vegas. But, um, so yeah, I'm there at a party. My academics. And he was like, you know what? We'll connect. He gave me his manager's phone number. We text back and forth. And then... I can't, I think it was um, like two weeks after he, he texted me, hey, or come back to Miami, his manager, uh, academics wants to call you. I'm like, call me? Oh, shit. I'm excited. So I'm in the car with my, with my boy Trey, shout out to him. He's like, yo, bro, uh, I just seen your podcast fully. I didn't really, really peep it that time, but I looked, look, I looked at it more, more closely and he's like, yo, this shit is fire. I'm going to come on. I'm like, all right, bet. Let's do it. Then he said, yo, quick, quick favor. I gotta do an episode for my first podcast uh, off the record um, with Six Nine and, and Whack. He didn't say who it was at, at the beginning, but mm. I was like, you know what? Whatever you need, I, I got you. So I spoke to Myron. And we never let, yeah, yeah, we never let people use the studio, but we're yeah, like, never. nah, nah, we got you. I spoke, I spoke to Myron. Myron said, you know what? Because I will let slide this time. It's cool. So we got, we got you, bro. So he comes through. They have, they have the podcast, right? He's like, bro, all right, I'm gonna tell you who it is now. I was like, who is it? I had an idea. I had an idea. Maybe Six Nine because Six Nine is always in Miami. I was like, who was next person? So he's like, Six Nine. And Watt 100, I'm like, what the fuck? How does that even make sense? Like, the, uh, a certified blood and a guy that's no, a guy that's considered like a rat. So I'm like, how, how's this gonna work? Is it gonna be like a gunfight here? Like, what, what's going on? So he's like, no, he's coming with his family, Watt 100. I'm like, his family? Yeah, his wife and his daughter. It's like, what the? And 69 came with like his friends. I was like, there's no like, it was, peaceful, it was peaceful, bro. It was peaceful. So as they hell. came to the studio. Uh, They're real responsible. People. Uh, Wack was definitely uh, cordial. So was Six Nine. Obviously, they were like making some uh, smart remarks back and forth before the show. It was kind of like, yeah, Wack. I was in this, in, in the club club with uh, Twenty One Savage. He's like, no, you weren't. You, you were not. You were over here. He was over here. So it was a little like friendly. You were back. in the club with him, but you weren't with him. Yeah, exactly. In the club. Yeah. So it was a little back and forth, you know, there. But like, it was a good they podcast, make, man. Yo, it was yeah. like, here's the I thing. Like, it. people behind the scenes, like, Wack is really nice. And yeah. so is uh, 6 9 Like, people think, like, oh, these guys are jerks. It's like, nah, they were real, uh, you know, cordial, real friendly, like, polite, respectful. It was, and, and they were like, have fun. They, so. they disagree on principle. Obviously, yeah. that's how they roll. The streets versus the civilian stuff. I get it. Maybe he was in the space. Look, that's not for me to judge. I'm going to make content, and that's pretty much it with us. So yeah, so yeah, we 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 uh we basically we had our producer running for them with the camera switches everything. <laughs> it was funny because Takashi kept standing up and like he wanted talking to the mic. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I kept seeing that. Our audio engineer was losing his mind. He was just trying to like calibrate the stuff real time to uh to get the best but audio. Shout to manager Murder Murphy, man, because he's gonna hook us up with some people yeah, as well. Shout out to him, man. Even, Good I think, dude. Uh, Sean as well too. So hopefully soon. Oh nice. Yeah, I did see Murder Murphy getting all up in that video. Awesome guy, People man. just talking to him over and over. So Bro. so you never. Six nine came without security, but did it seem like there was at least like a guy with a gun with him? I'll say this: uh, there was there was a guy there trying to plan that there, definitely man. was quiet in a corner. I don't know what was up his sleeve, but it's kind of like don't play don't don't play with six nine. He had that vibe, yeah. But he was still cool though. He was still like, like yeah, he was friendly. All, all those guys were were, yeah. were real cool, man. Like Michael people, you know. what I'm there, saying? there was no tension where it was like you know what, damn, so something might go on. It was more like chill, relax, and that, that was it. 
Or they were filming. Like I left multiple times to go to like the store. It was mad chill. Like it was yeah. it was it was good. But I'll say this about Six Nine, right? Like, Funny yeah. story. This is like behind the scenes. So uh, Aka's like, "Yo, bro, Six Nine's here. Can you meet him downstairs?" Like, "Yeah, we got you." So me and go downstairs in the elevator. We're like, "Yeah, we're, we're about to meet Six Nine. It's, it's gonna be awesome." Go downstairs and we're like, "Okay, where's he at?" He comes on his bulletproof car and we're like, "Okay, this is probably him." He looks at us through the mirror and is like. Shut. Drives off. Just a little nod. Like, and then he no, no. He, he, he's, he's like. He looked you up and down? Yeah, and then just, just drove off. I was, I was like, yo, Ak, where's he going? Oh, he said that he want to get some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> what, the, right, right. what the hell? <laughs> he's, like, he, he's like, he didn't see you. He didn't see you. I'm like, bro, we're right here. <laughs> it's just, it just funny, man. Yeah. And, he, and then he came back. I guess yeah. you get to do that when you're a rapper. <laughs> sort of just like I don't think he knew who because he didn't know because yeah, he probably he was expecting Act to come get him yeah, from probably, downstairs. Probably. So we we went down to go get him. Then we, funny. we we brought him up and everything. Do like you guys that. ever do an episode? Do you ever do episodes where you have a celebrity or whatever come on and he gets to bring all the girls? Because I feel like Six Nine's probably got a pretty good squad of girls he could bring through. Oh, uh, we we bring all the we girls, bring all man. The girls, you're right? always in charge of the girls. We you never let like a guest pull up with their girls. I mean, uh, we never did. We, nah, we I mean, Michael could. Blackson brought his girl, yeah, but like, but yeah. like every time we've ever had guests on, bro, really, we always supply the girls. We always. And whatever do happens it. after, hey man, that's on yeah. y'all. Have your fun. Yeah, but right. we always supply. I mean, if they wanted to bring them, we, we, they can. They we can. never tell them like, nah, you can't bring your own girls. They absolutely can. But nine out of ten times, it's like I think a lot of times they just enjoy the fact that like we're just gonna have them there for you. Don't worry, you right. show up. Do you do you, do you feel like you guys have gotten better at inviting girls that you won't have to kick out? I'll say this. I'll say this. It's we still do, happening. I still see it. We, we, have a, we have our producer, Chris. Uh, he's an awesome guy. He's vetting the girls now more carefully. Mm. So I would say that's kind of like a buffer. And then also, like, I have more patience. I used to, like, not have patience. I used oh, to kick look. girls out before the show even started. Like, they'd be, they'd be downstairs. I'd be getting them. And they would say something stupid. i like, look her dead in the face and be like, yo, just go fucking home, bro. Bro, this yeah. one time? Dude, I swear to God, so That's kind of why they're there is to say stuff that's stupid. Like, that's the content. Yeah. Like, they say something dumb. You freak but out. It was, like, no, wildly disrespectful. The Here's the worst part, bro. I'm like, bro. Please let him go upstairs at least get on camera. Cause you know what he, what he used to do? He'd be in the lobby. Yo, I'm like, I don't like you said that. Leave. I'm like, bro, <laughs> you didn't do the podcast yet. Let them breathe first, please. But then he, he toned down like pretty much like yeah. he's more patient now. Yeah, I, I, I've but been like bad, really bro. working. I've been like working on my anger and, and shit think, like that. Think, so. like, it's acts. No, this is how he is 24/7, bro. This him, this him off camera and on camera. It's scary. Mm. Dead ass. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, I just, <laughs> my thing is. I just have low tolerance for like BS from girls and it's just yeah. disrespect in general. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, cause I'm very respectful to people. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that, and here's the thing when I'm dealing with like with men or whatever, nine out of 10 times, it's very respectful, bro. Yeah, cause like guys, guys, we understand that there's always this, this uh, possibility of physical consequence that could lead to death. Right. Mm -hmm. So men always approach each other correctly, but women, however, I don't know what it is in 2021 or what it is, but a lot of women think that they could talk to you any kind of way just because they're attractive or whatever. And it's like, sometimes I got to pump the brakes. Like, Hey baby girl, like, I don't know who the hell you talk to like that, but that's not me. Like get the fuck out of here. And a lot of the times I'm the first person to tell them like, yo, Get out the studio or yo, shut up or yo, you're talking, you're, you're being extremely rude right now, whatever. And, you know, I used to be worse about it before, a little bit more abrasive. But now I'm, I'm calmed down. And I'm like, and sometimes I just like let them say the crazy shit they're going to say. And like, all right, get out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so whatever. No, I'm so. the same way where it's like I want the conversation to go a certain way. And if I feel like the other person is not like doing their part. You know, like if they're just saying shit that's stupid or whatever, it's like hard for me to hold my tongue and I have to kind of. Yeah. 
have it's to tough, work bro. on it, you know. You don't want to be you don't want to be the drill sergeant who's just telling somebody like how bad they're fucking up and all that, Absolutely. you know. And we be telling the girls too, like, yo, don't come all drunk and all this other stuff. Like, we might have mm. some stuff there at the studio, but we always tell them like, yo, don't get too lit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't. And they still do it anyway. Yo, you know, what they I'm get saying? a full briefing, bro, before the show. Hey, really? This this how this, this how the show is. If you act, you will get kicked out. We tell them the whole spiel. We warn them, yeah. We warn them, especially because you guys are live. Though I feel like if the girls get drunk, that's <laughs> just great content because it's just gonna be funny as fuck. You know that they're just gonna say some crazy Bro, shit. We hold back on the alcohol. We're like, yo, just chill. We tell them not to drink because yeah. people will be saying like, oh, y'all set the girls up to fail. Y'all give them alcohol, <laughs> blah blah blah. Y'all are toxic, and it's like, no, no, we don't. Like the girls, number one, we just have it there, and we tell them don't get drunk. Like we tell them, hey, no more than two. You want it? Because some girls have yeah. like crazy anxiety. Like, oh my god, I'm live. It's the first podcast. Oh my god, Talking the whole thing. And like, they want to like drink a little bit. I'll be like, all right, you can have a little bit, but don't. Get crazy, and then and then we make sure they're twenty one too. Like if they're not twenty one, but yeah, no, you ain't getting good, none. Yeah, you're not. So because it's live, so we tell them like, yo, it's all live. None of this gets edited. If you say something dumb, they're gonna roast you in chat. We give them a full I'm warning like, before. Eddie was there. <laughs> this is all live. No scripted content. It's all live, bro. Even if it ha- happens bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. Even with the alcohol, like y'all, y'all was like, here's a bottle. Like I even, I don't even think y'all even put it on the table or like ask any other women do they want anything to drink. Yeah, but I did. I have fun. <laughs> I've just, I've had this problem where I remember one time, like me and my friends, like we met a couple of girls outside the store. Mm-hmm. They made it very clear to me they're like, we want to fuck you and your girl. I'm like, bet. Oh, I shit. tell my girls, nice. I'm like, I met three girls. They're cute. You should pull up. My girl comes through. At, at the same time, I send my homie to the store to get Hennessy. He comes back with the bottles. These girls all pour like pour them like one drink each. They finish their drinks. They are so drunk that there's absolutely no <laughs> way nobody could ever fuck like legally. You should really not have sex with a girl and she's this drunk. Fact. One oh, okay. of them is laying down in the bathroom puking to put oh, it in perspective. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one uh, Maybe like one and a half. But either way, I mean, like, Damn. like what are they doing all day? They're not eating. They're not oh, consuming yeah. food. Probably but they one? just. I know, but I'm saying like maybe one or two shots. They were. Done and that like probably drink before uh, too. From my perspective as a as a podcast host, that's kind of like well, if you want to get crazy and drunk, that's not that bad. But as a person who was like thinking that I was gonna get laid, that that was very bad. (laughs) Yeah, I should have really not sent the homie to go buy alcohol. That was a bad. Even even weed, bro. We we had an experience, right? We had a double date. Two badass. uh, You guys don't let girls smoke weed on there, I'm assuming. No. no, that's probably a good idea. Even though I totally would, that's a good idea because they're gonna get too high. You know they're, why? Because they're either, gonna suck. They might be cool or chill, but then it, they might get too chill. It was like, oh, way too chill, oh, way too. I'm too relaxed. I don't want to do this right now. Can I just get out of here? It's like they changed their total mood. One so girl like, came on. She was high. She, she remember we were like, hey, so because we always introduce the show. Hey, what's your name? What's your age? What do you do for work? And uh, she's like, oh, I'm blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh yeah, I be scamming and doing fraud. Yeah, shit. <laughs> sit on ear. Yeah, I'm a scammer. I do the PPP loans and all that shit. I'm like, what the? F- on wow, ear? That's amazing. Bro, the chat started dying, and then people started like, because our chat is funny, bro. Like they'll Doing make like fraud. people started making uh, like FBI accounts, and yes. someone made like CIA. <laughs> Department, We're of, Department of Revenue and shit like that. IRS, and they started commenting, in, "Hey, uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. We like our coffee hot." <laughs> 
Wow. Man, live TV, Bruh, man. It's hilarious, man. And then sometimes, though, like, if a girl says something dumb or whatever, they'll make uh, an account with her picture on it, yeah, and then they'll God. super chat in with that comment. Six Nine's girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, man. Oh, someone made a Six Nine account and then and then uh, commented saying, hey, what was the name of that? Uh, what was that girl's <laughs> name again? Something like that. So people are funny, bro. Like, yeah. it's just, it's For the record, I was just making a joke about the girl that you guys called Six Nine's girlfriend, not Six Nine's actual girlfriend. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the one that I kicked out. Yeah, she was, not yeah, she not was not acting not crazy, too, I was bro. looking at her. Why does this girl look like a lion? What the fuck is her problem, bro? It's colorful here. Yeah. Bro. I've seen some girls on Dude. you guys' show, too, that I'm, like, thinking, like, why the fuck is this girl on here? And then I look, and they got hella followers, and I'm like, oh, they're fooling the world, dude. Dude. Yeah. And you know, you know talking about my episode? No, 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 no. offense, ladies, but... Some of y'all are deceiving the world, huh? Bro, no, it's funny because like they'll, the, a lot of the time, like they'll be big on Instagram, then they'll come on the show and they don't really, they don't know how to speak properly or they don't know how to convey their ideas. And, and then I think about, it, I'm like, damn, well, they're attractive, they've never been told no in their life, and then they're on a podcast. It's like this is really the first time that they're gonna like talk to their audience because like if you look at like Instagram like numbers, right? Uh, girls do a lot better on there than, than men do because on Instagram it's pictures you know what I'm saying but on YouTube right. it's like YouTube has more of a male audience because you know we, let's keep it real well guys you have to actually be entertaining and bring something to the table mm. you gotta add you, you can't rely on your looks bro you know we what I'm saying we can't all so, be AD sticking his BBL out into the camera <laughs> <laughs> so you got a BBL on his teeth so, actually you know. oh my god now, now there's some BBL? girls that are like some really good uh, you know YouTube content creators but like you know I mean let's be honest most of the hottest chicks are on IG not really on YouTube like that yeah. so and it's it funny when it you see them try to do the transfer. They try to like oh, start yeah. a YouTube channel oh, off of their Instagram fame. Oh. And you'll be like, damn, 2 million followers. You look at their YouTube channel, 37 views. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. These motherfuckers I, I really don't want to hear you talk, huh? I didn't realize until we got into the YouTube game how like Instagram and YouTube like don't really jive like that. But what I've noticed is that if you got a big YouTube, that will translate back to Instagram, but it ain't going to translate the other way uh, around. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Same with TikTok. TikTok doesn't translate either. Like, big TikTokers don't necessarily, like, th there's people that are, like, huge TikTokers, and then they have, like, nothing on YouTube, or, like, not even, maybe sometimes it translates to Instagram, but I would say if you're going to put it in a hierarchy, it goes YouTube, Instagram, TikTok at the bottom. No offense to TikTokers, yeah. but, you know, but if you're big on YouTube, it'll, it, that, I guess that clout. If you to want me, to that's say. like real we'll fame translate, right there. Yeah, YouTube we'll fame is the real fame. Different. It, islands, it's the closest you know? to TV that you'll get because YouTube yeah. takes the biggest buy-in. Because as a as a person, you know, you kind of have to like watch ads. You know, like there's like all these like different things that have to take place. Whereas like scrolling through Facebook and just seeing a quick video that has 50 million views, it's like oh, like hella people saw that without even knowing who the fuck you were. I was just gonna say Facebook, that. Facebook's a big one. Like I mean, a good example is like Bryce Hall is hella famous. I'm not taking that away from him, yeah. but we did an interview with him. On YouTube, it got a quarter million views, I think. That same interview, we chopped it up and put it on TikTok. It maybe got like 50 million views between wow. a bunch of different clips. I mean, he's just way more famous on, on TikTok, TikTok right. than on YouTube. And, I mean, that's fine because it's like... That's his lane. I, I would take TikTok fame over no fame, but I yeah, mean, it's two different things. Yeah, you know? and the thing with TikTok, because we we had a for people, because people ask us all the time. We got we got banned Fresh four times. Fit, why aren't you guys on TikTok? We got banned. We got banned like seven times, bro. Yeah, it yeah. got so bad to where like I hired people to make a TikTok account for us and use our YouTube clips on a different device, and they would get banned on TikTok and couldn't log into their own account by putting up wow. our content. So the, whether they have my voice in there somewhere, Fresh's <laughs> face or his stutter, like oh no no, they're like oh, no, yeah, bad these things. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever. It is. Yo. Um, we're we're banned on TikTok. So for all you guys that are wondering, we real for TikTok. Yeah, TikTok and like literally has us like 
in the crosshairs we can't post on there. That's bananas. I and it know. sucks because TikTok is like, I've always said it, like TikTok organic was like, like, yeah, it's like one of the best social media platforms for organic growth because everything yeah. else is like, you know, you're kind of the slave to the algorithm. But like TikTok is like, if your shit hits, it hits. But the thing is, is that at least unless the algorithm has changed, what I noticed when we were on it, because we almost hit 100K in, a week, in six days, was they show your content to anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if, if they're even like your target audience. Because I would, I remember when we were like putting out like my uh, video that got real big was uh, the one about punishing bad behavior. Girls that flake on dates, whatever, need yeah. to punish bad behavior, right? That's how I got the name Frank Castle. And that's how he went viral on The View, The Real, all these big uh, platforms, because he was like, wait, what What did he just they say? They put yeah. you on The View? Yeah. Yeah, wow, yeah. The View, Fox that's News, huge. Yahoo, all that. They all covered it because, like, everyone. Uh, were they shitting on you on The View, though? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, they were mad. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, he's speaking facts, but I don't like how, I don't like how he said it. He yeah. said it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. That's the stupidest thing how to say about anything wait ever. wait is it the view, the one that has um Jeezy's wife and Lonnie Love Lonnie what's Love that one with the four uh, girls I can't remember that sounds like the view but Lonnie Love it, and then I think there's uh, a couple Jesus copycats uh, Megan McCain no, uh, no. Jesus the Haitian girl. model no 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 the, the, uh, the Asian girl yeah Lonnie uh, Jeezy's wife yeah. Jenna May Jenna May Jenna May and Lonnie Love Whatever I forget the name of the, the show. show have, yeah. It's either the view or something like one of those things. Yeah, but yeah, they, yeah they, they reacted to it and, you know, went on Fox News and Yahoo and everything. And that's how we went viral originally. And we yeah. hit like 100K in like six days of followers on TikTok, but banned immediately. And then we made another one, grew fast, then banned. But when I looked at the, like, because I didn't run the account, someone else ran it. But I looked at the comments one time and I was like, damn, there's a lot of like angry feminists in here. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, they show it to anyone. They don't care. Well, yeah. anybody. <laughs> it's like a plague of social media accounts getting deleted these days because everybody uh -huh. I fucking know has had their Instagram deleted and their TikTok deleted. And it's yeah. like Twitter feels pretty safe. I hear about people getting their Facebooks deleted all the time. Now it's like a whole new world of like, even me, like Control. We, we, we are managing this girl. My advice to her on Instagram is like, don't look like a porn star. Do yeah, everything facts. you can to look like a normal girl. You can never say OnlyFans when you're doing a swipe up. Nope. There's like so many rules now. And, and even like uh, we had a rapper on here the other day who got banned because he did the crate challenge. And they said wow. it was encouraging violence. violence. Yep. I, I heard that before, too. They have one of my captions. What did oh, you say? They said I was inciting violence. Anything about violence or drugs Damn. now, do not do it. It's not worth it because they're going to get your ass. And I got, four, I, got, I got a strike for an album cover that I posted as one of my friends. And he's just chilling outside like on his block. I was just like, what? are you serious? I swear, bro, this shit's crazy. Yeah, if you're a rapper and you put your actual lyrics as your captions, 99% you, of rappers, your lyrics are too violent. You're, you're, they're getting deleted. Damn. Oh they tripping. It's a whole thing. Holy smokes. Damn. Well, now, I'm glad I knew PBS. that. <laughs> Speaking of violence, you guys recently had to pull the blicky out on somebody. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Let's insane. talk about the elephant in the room. People <laughs> are like, we waited 50 minutes for Adam to bring it up. <laughs> These guys are in hot water. What's going on? Uh, yeah. No, nah, man, I mean... I guess you do you want to address it first? There's so yeah. much. I bet I mean like everybody I like, that nigga called me. Yeah. If you're watching this right now, you know that you guys basically let's give the super condensed version. You guys did a podcast with uh Abba from Abba and Preach, then Abba and Abba and Preach or Abba and Preach made a video where they basically like criticized one of the viewpoints that you guys put out there. Mm. Then you guys put out a video where you fired back. Uh, you ended up taking that one down because you were a little aggressive, et cetera. And then <laughs> this has all kind of played out from there. And uh, I mean, here we are today. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we did make a video in response to that. We felt like, hey, man, we invited you into our home. You know, you definitely went behind our back and did this stuff. It's kind of like, yo, just call us. Hey, man, you know, we have a disagreement. We'll talk about it online. Just as men. It would have been a great collab. Respect, you know. And uh, 
we were like, yo, like this is crazy. Like this is totally left field. So you know, we responded very uh, you know aggressive, so to speak. But we it wasn't took it right. Down. It wasn't uh, right. Out of respect, we took it down. This we took it down cordial. out of respect, and uh, it went left real quick because everyone was like, oh, attack fresh and fit. They're weak now. Get them on their knees. <laughs> so it was like, holy crap, like this is crazy. That being said, though, we had someone who used to work for us, and he found a perfect opportunity to say, you know what? I can clout chase because if I go there, I know where they're at. I can get past security. I can go upstairs and look like a, like a hero. Hey, I'm a preacher. I'm here. Duh, duh, duh. It's like, bro, really? That made you look stupid. Did you think that he actually intended on like getting into any kind of physical situation? Like, if, if you didn't have the gun, do you think that it would have just been a fist fight? It could have been. I don't know, man. I mean, because uh, the thing is, is that, and I don't have any personal problem with this guy. Like, we had stopped talking to him months ago, dude. Like, yeah. we stopped talking to him, like, in May. So right. so when he pulled up, like, because he called me two days prior, like, saying some stuff. And I can't talk too much about it because, like, the police are involved in stuff now. Oh. But, yeah, I can't go into crazy detail. But, yeah, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> uh, like it came out of nowhere because it's like, bro, we had last time I mentioned you on the air, like it was positive. I was like, yo, go, go, you know, no, no animosity to them. We're, we don't associate with them anymore, but you know, go support them, check out their channels, whatever it is. No biggie. And we were done. And this, this was back in May. And then when he came out of nowhere after the, all this stuff was going on, I was like, bro, really, man, you're gonna call because we're even his channel on YouTube, I, I, I helped him create it. It was like, yo, bro, mm. here's, here's some love, here's what you do, go so, do your thing. There's no bad animosity. Let me tell you something. Oftentimes, when you fire somebody, mm-hmm. They do not take it well. Yeah, yeah. Well, we learned Some, that. Sometimes yeah. you fire somebody and you never hear from them again, or they t- tap in from time to time, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Whatever. Sometimes you fire somebody and they just like you. You forget how much of somebody's ego is caught up in their job. You know, where it's like <laughs> you letting them know that you don't like the the job that they were doing for a period of time is enough to basically like make them erupt and like completely yeah. change their fucking way of interacting look, with you or you, anybody. You guys met us in person. We're, we're like chill, just having fun, getting late. Like we're not like trying to like, hey, you do this, you, you do that. Like, nah, man, we're like, cool. It, and like we were doing a live show and it's like, I see, I hear the door open and Bang. I look and I see him and mind you, people are like, oh, the door was open. All right, well, listen, the girl that I was, that was helping me out with the time, she said the door, door was locked. So I went off her word. So I didn't realize that the door was open. So he walks in. I'm, I look and I see him. I'm like, what the? And I see another dude with him. So I'm like, all right, it's two of them. I don't know who else is in the hallway. Common sense. I'm not going to go out into the hallway and fight two individuals. That I don't know. Like, it's what? season. Yeah. Like, like it's two guys. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? It's two dudes. I don't know who else in the hallway. I don't know if they have a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Clearly, yeah. he went around security. So I'm like, I don't know what this, dude, this dude's on. So I go and I grab my gun. And, you know, for some of you guys that don't know, I used to work in law enforcement. So I was trained. So I was like, all right, let's see what happens here. So I stand. I'm like, listen, you know, you got to. I always say, you know, you, when it comes to self-defense, life isn't fair. You gotta you gotta fight to win, not fight for like you know to oh let me look cool. Like nah, bro. Like it's two guys and it's just me. And we got a bunch of women in the studio, a bunch of people in the studio. I'm responsible for everybody's safety here. So I don't know what he has. I don't know who he came with. Mm. I don't know who this guy is. So you know oh you should have went out there and fought him, Myron. Come on, man. Use common sense, guys. Fight him. <laughs> it's 2021. Yeah, yeah. Breaking in. Yeah. So I the blue dress to the third that, floor. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's. So. I mean, I don't know. And Florida stand your ground state. Yeah, I don't know. know him on a he personal could, he level. He could have shot him and. It would have been fine. But I know... I would have sent them to the rim. You are... <laughs> you're, you're the type of guy who doesn't want to catch a body. I know yeah. a lot of people, like, I'm going to be real with you. Like, if, if some guy came outside my house hooting and hollering, it's like, I might pop his head off just because I want to fe- see what it feels like. You know? Like, I mean, I just want to kind of, like, know what it feels like to send somebody to the shadow realm. And I'm just saying he's lucky that he encountered somebody who wasn't trying to find out it was yeah. like. Because I know a lot of people who, to them... That's a layup. That's yeah. like, yeah. oh shit, I get to kill. kill him. 
Like, yeah. whatever. Like, I'm, I'm going to be lit. Like, people are going to write articles about me. There's a lot of people <clears throat> who Whoa, are basically uh, operating <laughs> on that methodology. So. And I, I, don't, I don't hate them, bro. Like, I was just like, like I, I saw the guy there. I was like, bro, like, these dudes really, man. So whatever. At this point, I'm like, you're just not going to step in anymore. That's what's going to happen. And mm. that's when I put myself there in between him and, the, you know, coming in further. The girls were running. It was yeah. like Godzilla, no, bro. Yeah. Ah, funny but story. People, people said it was staged. And I was like, Yo, first oh. words, right before it happened. We're talking about survival, right? How many women to, to survive? Mm. How women need men? How yeah, women need how, men? How women need men to survive? They're, they're like, oh, we don't need men. We can survive on our own. The moment they're on the ground running outside, like, ah! Like, yeah, so he broke in, bro. Because they're gonna they're saying like, oh, well, the door was open. Well, guys, it, it, he illegally entered. He circumvented security. Get up there. You look at Florida statutes. It is still a, a crime. I mean, like hi, hypothetically, <laughs> picture that guy or any like you can't get on that floor without line of security. Any no. big strong yeah, yeah. man shows up, and let's say that there's. 30 women there. Imagine them trying to defend themselves against one guy, and they all have nails this long. They all have high heels. Their hair has all kinds of products in it. They can kill them. I'm just saying, like, I feel like one big, strong dude could probably beat up, like, fucking 40, especially the way that women leave the house to go to Fresh and Fit. They're, like, adorned with all this shit on them and stuff. It's like, it's like, you know, like, you you need at least one big, strong guy there in that situation. Or a blamey, yeah. I think 30 of them would, would, would take them out. Maybe with the, with the heels. With the but, heels but, but if he has the butt. door so that he can sort of like, bah, 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 and like take him out as they're leaving the door. <laughs> oh, one by one. Because if there's 30 surrounding him, then yeah. I kind yeah, of yeah. agree. I might, yeah. you know, and, and not yeah. that this is about him. It's just about any so, yeah. guy at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that was but the now, situation, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, real talk. It was crazy, Even too. after all that. like Wait, I want to hear 80's take on this. No. We, I, I called you on the phone like, 80, what do you think You called me. I mean, for one, I said I was sending him to the Shadow Realm. You feel me? <laughs> That's <laughs> got to be our next merch. <laughs> yeah, Shadow, Shadow Realm. Yes. <laughs> hey, and, no, but uh, we, we reacted to it. And I, I guess his co-host, the skinny guy, yeah. he DM'd me, was like, bro, bring us, bring us on your show. We'll talk about it. And I was like... I don't know this nigga. I'm like, what the fuck? But no, like the way I looked at it though, like mm. listening to what you're saying now, it was like it's a cloud chasing move. If you don't have no prior thing going like that, and if it's two months going by, it's like, why would you even show up? He could have came, bro. Why did he come when we're alive? Why did he come with a dude recording? Make a splash. You know what I'm saying? What? He could have came any other time, bro. You know what I'm saying? Why do you lie to security to get upstairs? Like, come on, man. Like, that's that's foul, bro. Bro, you 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 better you better than me, bro. Because I didn't. Yeah, been I know a couple people talk, call me and said, yeah, "Yo, you should have, you, you should have." But yeah, hey, but, man, you know, we're not I don't hate him, bro. As much as he hates me, like I don't really hate him. Like it's like, bro, we just want to do our business. Like, oh, I've been trying to ch- find you. Like what? But you find bro, out who all the sicko killers are in your life after something like that happens. Because when the guy put, <laughs> when the guy put the yeah. gun in my face, I I, I, I had Chief Keith hitting me. I'd be like, "Yo, why y'all ain't clap him?" Like he, he said, like that's a free body. And like a lot of other people in my life were hitting me up, like yeah. bro, like why did y'all not kill him? Like you, you had a, like you could have just done it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Or I, at I, least beat the dog shit out of him till he's disfigured and yeah. looks like a fucking goonie. That's the biggest that thing. But that's hard. It's hard to beat somebody so bad that they look fucked up after. Oh, like no, we were kicking, and kick, <laughs> kicking and kicking and kicking, and he's still. I seen him like six months later. He still yeah. looked normal. Like, but I will fuck? say this for the record. Yeah, the door was open. <laughs> we made a mistake. We we're wrong about that. The door yeah. was open. But like I said, 
uh, the girl that I was talking to, she said, oh, I pro- I remember locking it. I guess she must yeah. have forgot. Maybe someone else walked in, whatever. But it does not change the but fact. But you pay for that, that security st- exactly. where you live. Yeah. He broke in. Actually, Regardless of whether. The billing could be literally legal for that, uh, liable for that. But we, it's cool. But you know what? We're here to make content, bro. That's what we care yeah. about. All they recognize like, him because he used to work for us. So they yeah. let him up. You know what I'm saying? It's not they really their fault. Like he, he went in there lying to them. Like, oh, I'm here for the podcast. And he went up and did that. So it's like, regardless, like you can't get on that floor without it. He lied to security. Like people say, oh, the door was open. Y'all lied. Like, listen, man, we thought it was locked. Even if it wasn't, he's still broke in, like, yeah. the, according to Florida law. So, I mean, like I said, the, the police are doing it. Like, I know, oh, y'all are snitches. Like, I used to work in law enforcement. It is what it is, bro. I, I operate if, if anything, different way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so back in the go. day, you Wasn't know? he wearing jean shorts when he pulled up? Yeah. That's hard, man. That's like, <laughs> you knew he was really ready for the shenanigans when he had the long jean <laughs> shorts Tim, on. And the Tim's oh, yeah, on, too. <laughs> man so it's like i'm not a street guy bro like i operate from a different you know from a different yeah. realm so like that's well, you know say, bro, and i was trained I, like I, I just grabbed my i grabbed we, my glock i was like all right really we're we gonna do this like i've been in way worse situations but like so it's like whatever well, let but, me say we wishing the best bro and hey man yeah. props to him but so we got to defend our property the question is is throughout all this you know you guys did have a wave of uh, subscribers lost and stuff and that was kind of like the first time that we saw you guys like obviously you guys have just had a it's always like this in people's careers where it's just up 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 and then finally something happens that sort of brings you back to reality for a little bit and you know it takes people's attention off of what you were doing for a few weeks or months or however long it goes yeah how do you guys feel about sort of seeing that happen after working so hard to get those subscribers and and did it demotivate you at all did it feel like fuck like maybe we can't Maybe we're not building the community with these people that we thought we were. Motivated us more. Yeah, man. We, we actually, when, when it happened, uh, we lost the subscribers and everything. I was like, cool, we're just going to post out even more content, post out better content. And if you look at like the videos that were released like right after it, like a lot of it was like a lot of our like best stuff, like especially with the nighttime shows and everything. And, uh, you know, it, it's good because it humbled us and, uh, I'm man. I'm actually kind of glad it happened, bro. Like I it, mean, showed, it, it showed people's true colors. Like, yeah, who, show, who, yeah, who, yeah, it, 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 and who ex- weren't. Yep. And like real talk, yeah. we got a list of people that were like with us, and they turned our backs on us. Like, oh, yeah. this must be true. But like, did you ask us? Did we, you ever? We counted like 25 plus YouTube channels that yeah. made videos attacking us, man. Yeah. So that were cool with you before, or some, some of them were. Some of them were. Some of them, were. Some of them want to come on the show, but oh, now it's time to bash them because they, they didn't respond to us. We're gonna bash them now. It's like mm. really? I, I didn't realize how like. I didn't realize how much influence we had till I saw like all these other YouTube channels getting so many yeah. views off of attacking us. So, I mean, it is what it is, bro. Like, I'm not going to sit here and play the victim. We made mistakes. It is yeah. what it is. We fucked up. We own it. You know, uh, we learned from it and we're just putting out better content now. And, you know, now we know where people kind of stand. And, you know, it was a good lesson. I, I'm glad it happened to us now yeah. versus like when we get like, you know, real big, like a couple million and then th- th- it could be way worse. So, you know what I'm saying? I remember my mentor called me on the phone, right? He was like, Yo, fresh. I didn't know you and mine were this big because if you're this big and you got this much hate, that means you're doing something pop, uh, that's popping. I agree. And at that point, you're famous now because before maybe you had a cool podcast, but to have that much hate on you, you're gonna you be doing something right. Yeah. Because yeah. do you feel like that made you guys bigger? And like, yeah, you're losing subscribers and stuff, but there's so many more people talking about you guys during that time period, which it reminded me of the Joe Budden breakup or the Caller Daddy breakup where, you know, even my girl, my girl doesn't really know that much about the Joe Budden podcast or whatever, but when she heard they were breaking up, Mm -hmm. she's listening. She's really listening, pay attention. I don't pay attention to fucking Call Her Daddy. 
But when I found out that there's two hot chicks fucking beefing, yeah. oh yeah, I'm tuned in. I'm paying attention. Like I feel like probably a lot of people tuned into you guys' content for the first time because you know of funny? that. You know, we, we lost drawn the drama. I mean, the drama, bro. Yeah, we yeah. lost subs, but we gained way more views. I think that was our best month ever. Yeah. The views went up. Yeah, views. So went we made crazy a bunch up. of money. I was like, oh, you know what? Hey, lose we're some buying subs. a McLaren. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna leave it on the side of the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but for, for me, it's like it's not really the the money. I, I like really enjoy like uh, well, one our goal is to hit one million subscribers, yeah, right? That's, so that's, that's like that's our goal right now and then like we enjoy helping guys out and just like putting the truth out there man because here's the thing i'm like i guess there seems to be this concept or idea that we run around and we say that we're alpha males i mean ad we've talked bro, to you behind the scenes bro we said it before i want you to I, I used to play video games for money you used to nerd. play video games for money like we're okay. nerds <laughs> i guess so much to go back in time anywhere episodes and please tell us where we said we're alpha males we never said that ever said that now we, we promote hey, we're man. nerds that like figured it out yeah. Yeah. Like we say that all the time, but like people say that we run around and call ourselves like alphas. That's when I know like you don't, y'all really watch the content watch because the, content. if you guys like talk about our origin story, like I was real transparent. I used to play video games back in the day. I used to work in law enforcement. I'm not no tough guy. Like I'm not no yeah. but dog. This is one thing I've learned anything. from watching the Manosphere is that like dudes don't want to be told how to live their life or how to get pussy or how to be great in life by dudes who it seems like it was easy for, right. you know? Like, right. like if you're willing to come out and say, like, I was a nerd, like, I was insecure, I was, you know, like, if you're Mr. Fucking Handsome, if you look like Brad Pitt, yeah. how the fuck are you going to run a channel telling girls yeah. or telling guys how to talk uh, to girls? Yeah. It's like, they don't everybody learn from, is going to be able to look at you and see, be like, you don't need any help, you fucking They don't want to learn from naturals. People are like, oh, bro, you're ugly. Well, guess what? If I'm ugly, I have to learn game to get girls. So that took me a process to get a level where, you know what? Yeah, I stutter. Yeah, I'm not the best looking guy. But guess what? My game and my, my presence and my vibe, you know what? He's a cool guy. I like his personality. I can fuck with him. That takes time and effort. And look, I don't have all the answers, but hey, I figured out, hey, if I do these certain things, I'm going to get laid. And I figured it out. Same, yeah, same I mean, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we both, like, I I didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. Like, we both struggled with girls. Yeah. Like, so I don't know where, like, a lot of people say, like, oh, y'all run around saying your alphas. Like, no, man, not at all. We're both late bloomers. And the thing is, is that I think a big reason why the stuff that we say resonates with so many guys, because we were there. Like, we mm. were there. Like, we're getting curved with just, <laughs> we're getting curved. We're dealing with the same BS. We're dealing with all the same stupidity of like you know the current dating marketplace that regular guys are too it's just like now yeah okay now we're a little bit more popular but yeah. we were still dealing with the same bs before if anything i'll tell you guys this we get we got more girls before than before. we do now oh yeah it's, way more before dude it's kind of like yo what's the angle here what do you want from me back then it was like yo i'm just having fun getting lit after work we're reviving it's cool but now it's like i gotta watch my back i don't know what's going on it's a lot harder that's now. how i feel about everything now bro yeah you never know now you can't like invite everybody into your you know give yeah. your energy out and stuff like that because the the higher you get up the more people see you it just seems like everybody has a mode of art like what what is what is I how am I standing out versus everybody else? Like, what is the goal of that too? So and I look at that shit like this whole thing was a, was a huge was a huge learning lesson that like if people get the opportunity to like you know drag your name through the mud to bring themselves up, they will. And even if it means like you know making false allegations, whatever it is. And we did a whole like uh, you know I don't want to go into it too long, but like we did a whole like five hour video where we addressed every single allegation. Step 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 I seen like half of it, and I, people didn't I, even watch all of it. That was the moment. Well, you know the truth, but behind the you know us, you guys invented a yeah. new technique right there because normally when people want to apologize, it's a notes app. It's like, listen, 
I said the N-word. I'm sorry. <laughs> yada, yada. <laughs> and, but it's short because they want everybody to be able to read it real quick and get the idea. Yeah, pushing. You guys were like, nah, we put in a five-hour video. We know you're not going to watch the and whole live. thing. Yeah. <laughs> and we did it live. And that way. And you can ask whatever you want to ask. But from my perspective, it's like, well, they must be sorry or they must have a good excuse because it's five hours worth of content. I'm not maybe going to watch the whole thing. but here. We put hmm. the timestamps and everything. And uh, it's like okay. crazy because like people are still coming at us for some of these allegations. I'm like, we, we answered that. Like We told y'all exactly what happened how the story was misconstrued and they still want to say well y'all are frauds and i'm like we broke this down but it just goes to show like a lot of the times you can't win like people are just going to make their assumption on you like they didn't like you in the first place and yeah. then like they see yep. that that you're like uh people are coming at you so like okay good now i can really put my foot down yeah fuck you guys i never liked you in the first place y'all are frauds and then they won't even listen to like the evidence you present that like contradicts even more proof i brought out receipts phone rec recorded message recorded phone calls yeah. all this other stuff to prove like how a lot of these allegations were mm. false bro 100 percent. and people still are like oh no fuck even the sugar site <laughs> thing the sugar sites bro we are on there 24 7 we you know why because that. that's one of the biggest sources to get girls think about this right higher value how's it perceived if i'm on tinder i'm just a regular guy on tinder trying to get laid if i'm on a sugar site Damn, who is this person? You said 24-7 you're on there? Not 24-7. That's but like, an exaggeration, but like, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, 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 no. You wake up in the middle you know of the I mean, night, like, like, gotta get it but in. Like, but like, <laughs> if you want girls off rip, that is an easy way because guess what? Higher perceived value. So real quick. Yeah, and they, yeah, they try to say we're frauds for that. I was like, bro, we had a video. I show, I pulled a video out from a year ago. Our first episode. Our, one of our first episodes. Sugar Sites. Where we talked about, hey, you need to use Sugar Sites to get girls. You need Tinder, Bumble. Use everything. Uh, in hinge, person. Sugar Sites. Cold Approach. Uh, social media, everything. Because we tell guys, like, dealing with girls is like sales. So you need to have, like, a bunch of different lead sources to get the girls. Yep. And you want to have all these lead sources, then you get num numbers from there, and then you set up dates, and then, you know, obviously you, that leads to sex, right? So we, like, have it all shown like this. And I do, like, a little graph where I show it. Yeah. But Sugar Sites is a great way to do it because, just like he said, it's higher perceived value. I can't tell you how many times I match with a girl on Tinder, and then I'll see her on a Sugar Site. She'll go out with me on a date because she saw me on a Sugar Site, and I got the same exact goddamn pictures, same bio, whatever, and they, they take me from there. But it's because you have higher perceived uh, status. And then I talk about how to write your bio in a certain way. We broke this all down before, but then people were like coming out, and that's oh, how you're I knew frauds. y'all are frauds. And I was like, dude, you don't watch our content. Do you watch our content? Like, we talked about this over a year ago. <laughs> Wow. Just funny, man. So, but we addressed all that in that video, man. It's a five-hour video. We broke everything down, man, and it's like, cause, dude, we, we we do our podcast live, so whatever you say is what we actually do. Why are we gonna come on here and cap to you when we do it live? Yeah, like, that, that, that's retarded. I'll admit that you guys have turned me into a, a social blade guy again. I used to look at social blade <laughs> like, a couple of years ago. I was in the groove where, like, at least once or twice a week. I would head on over to Social Blade. I'd be looking at my fucking stats. I'd be looking at my competitors' stats. Just like, hmm, just like seeing how everybody's day, Instagram bro. or Twitter or YouTube is changing or whatever. You know, a lot of times you pick up some really interesting stats from that. But I have noticed that you guys are going up again on YouTube. So we at least you got the, better than you the, momentum, <laughs> the momentum does seem to be back because I see it. It yeah, sucks because it's only up. a K a day or whatever. So yeah. it's, it just yeah. says plus 1K, plus 1K. And know? yo, that, that, yo, honestly, bro, like no shades. I've been Preach, man. We wish them the best. Real yeah. talk. Real talk, man. We have no animosity towards them. I'll say them. this, right? Good content, you can't bring it down. I would say this. Good content will always prevail because guess what? When you're adding value to people's lives, for example, people 
stop committing committing suicide. People wanted to like off themselves. People got girlfriends. People got into marriages. Like you're this content, bro, saving lives. So you know what? I'm gonna keep putting out there, and if people re uh, receive it and they get they get value from it, they're gonna keep sharing it. So either way, I got we're I good got to go. when we were getting a lot of the hate, I got so many messages from guys like guys, please whatever you do, don't don't quit, don't leave, blah blah blah. Like y'all provide so much value because yeah. uh, you know the people that really like us, like they they watch the Money Mondays, they watch the the Womanizer Wednesdays, where we typically, hey guys, what do you guys want us to cover? Like uh, last week we covered like how to not like um, you know try too hard to impress girls you know yeah. what i'm saying or should you compete with other guys to get girls we right. so we, we on wednesdays we typically cover a topic they want or how to do online dating or how to whatever and we actually did an episode on how to do sugar dating too which we're going to re-release it um and then friday we do reaction stuff and we also do a fitness friday so like people that like watch the content they're like dude this has helped me like level up uh especially like the credit stuff that we give is like how to get your credit score Yo, up how to buy a real estate we property got celebrities that can't really Put their name out there with us that I should rock with us because it's like, yo, you changed my life. But I, I won't say who it is, but like, yeah. you know. So it, it's like, it, it, if they watch the content, they're like, bro, we, we need y'all. Like, please don't quit. And we're like, no, no, we ain't going nowhere. But it's like, it, you know, it made me realize, like, damn, like, we're changing people's lives. So that's why, like, we we took all the, the those drama videos down. It was because, yo, that's not what we're about. We're here to, like, help guys out, help guys navigate the dating marketplace, get in shape, become more attractive, and get the life that they want. Like, we're not here to talk shit on the internet. That's stupid. That doesn't help yeah. anybody out, bro. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It really doesn't. So, so we're like, we're just going to get back to making the content that people enjoy, and that's what we're doing. Mm. I respect it. But I still wanted to ask Walter about uh, taking these photos in front of the jet. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I saw people giving you a lot of shit. Like, yeah. for me, it was like, well... I'm gonna be real with you. Like, obviously, this motherfucker don't own a jet. Like, if he had jet money, then we probably would already that's, know. Yeah, that's so I'm kind of like, clearly, he's just like use like the, the. It's cold in here. I mean, hey, the press release game is a game that you could play. Like, there's all these like sites that help you like put together press releases and stuff. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like you uh, did so, anything? Weird I want to bring in this that? post right now, right? Because okay. uh, obviously, people took it a certain type of way. But if you read the post, I'm saying networking with millionaires. People that are, that are successful. I never said it's my jet. I never said, oh, look at me. I never said that. I said, networking people that are successful can, can get you what you, you want in life. Right. And it's kind of like, they took a look, oh, you're showing off with a jet and a car. Bro, real talk, it's all marketing. Like, for example, that car you see in that, in that, in that uh, picture with the, with the jet, I bought that car a year later. Mm -hmm. But then I was broke, bro. That's like, the McLaren that he has now. I manifest that McLaren. I manifest, for me, it's like, you know, you know what it is, bro? I manifest what I want in my life. I'll take a picture with it, I'll sit in it, I'll feel it. You know what? One day I'll have one. I don't ever hate, I don't ever talk about it with people. You know what? I'll get it one day. And that, that to me is like, you know what? I'm there right now with some people that have made it, that are, that are successful. I'll get there one day. That, for me, social media is basically me manifesting my goals into, into my real life. That's, that, that's, for me, that's all it really is. And people laugh at me, oh, bro, you stutter, you're ugly, whatever. It's cool. I know my well, life. Well, they're right about I, the ugly part. <laughs> <laughs> I know my, my life. If I work hard enough and I put my, my, um, you know, my distractions to the side and I keep on my goals, I'll get whatever I want. So that was just me putting out there, out there you know what? I'm going to make it. Uh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and I'll make things happen in my life. And people took it as, oh, he's trying to cap. He's trying to. I never said that, that was my jet ever. Right. So it's like people just want to talk shit about me because I'm doing well and, and they're not for the most part. So true. What I've realized, man, from all this too is that like people will kind of like extrapolate what they want to hear, what they want to like believe and then they'll just like assume yeah. that and then be like, all right, fuck you guys. Like this is what it is, blah, blah, blah. And then when you say, all right, well, here's my side with all the evidence and er everything and they're like, oh, no, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know There's something about where it's one of the 48 laws of power. I saw somebody made a video about this the other day, but like basically if you appear too perfect, people will be desperate yeah, to take you down, you, take you, down. Yeah. you know? Adam. And especially if you're coming out here teaching people, trying to be like, yo, 
this is like how you do good at this thing. Where, where, that gives even more of a, look, of a desire for people to take you where, out, you know? You can see the post here, right? Read what I said. Networking is the key to success. Best birthday weekend ever. When millionaires and people with ambition genuinely believe in you, it forces you to question where your focus really is. One interaction can change your life forever. Get around people living it and doing it so you know it's possible. And there you are in front of a jet. Did with I a whole say bunch that? Other oh, it's yeah, my jet. Legit. Look at me. I'm like, yo, these people have made it. I haven't. I'm around them learning some stuff. It's like awesome. I mean, why do people on the internet now want to act like faking until you make it ain't a thing? Because uh, let me tell you, I was telling people I was a millionaire way before I had a million dollars. Ross just said, I mean, that, "Come on, Ross." He just said that he talked about all these watches he didn't have. You know what I mean? He manifested that like everybody does. Jay Z, Dame Dash, everybody then did that. They did the blueprint. I don't think too. we should publicly vilify faking until you make it faking nah. until you make it is what makes america america man like Bro. that's a big part of our culture jay-z told me you gotta fake it till you make it i took that very seriously mr organic man mr organic bro he's watching back in the day dude he's rolling around in minnesota with a corvette saying i got a lamborghini <laughs> boom <laughs> a couple of years later now he got mclaren four by four square uh, uh g-wagon um a rolls royce a ferrari bro you gotta manifest that shit we're it seeing mr organic sunday at dusto dubs event on the 19th. Oh, boom. You want to come? Uh, possibly. I'm That's pulling so up. Possibly. I, uh, yeah, I, I met him at his pop-up shop. Remember when you called him? I yeah, called yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome guy. Yeah, yeah. Cool and, and like, you know, and the thing is, is like, you know, people are like, oh, well, Myron, you didn't tell us about your past before. Well, I didn't tell you guys about my past before because, you know, obviously I was involved with law enforcement, whatever. I worked... I was a former special agent with Homeland Security Investigations. And, I like it. Uh, yeah. I left that uh, in December 2020. It was a great career. I, I really enjoyed it. I and really did, didn't want to leave. Did they come to you and say, you have to leave because your YouTube channel is becoming bigger? <laughs> they didn't say that exactly, but it was pretty much insinuated like, yo, you're, 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 what you're putting on YouTube is like not. Because like, yo, they want you to keep a low profile, yeah. right? You got to go out and testify. You have a clearance. You know what I'm saying? You can't so, just show up and be a celebrity yeah, fucking you investigator. Man. You know? yeah, I know for, you. They blew for a little bit. And I was then watching like, you talk about getting Pussy last week, yeah. trying to fuck the judge. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, so tell case, me how to fuck my court appointed lawyer. Beat the case. Yeah. So, so I, uh, so you know, I, I left, I left in December 2020, and I didn't talk about it for months because I didn't, you know, I, I was like, man, I, I got to figure out because I, I thought about going back because I, I really enjoyed the job, man. You know, and it wasn't like crazy money. It was like a six figure uh, career, a six figure career annually, and it was a lot of fun. I started my career in Laredo, Texas, and I did like. Uh, you know, Mexican cartel, drug investigations, human smuggling, human trafficking, all these types of cases, arms, all that other stuff. All the stuff you guys see on like Border Wars, I was doing those kinds of investigations, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, and it was fun, man. But like when all this stuff came out, people leaked my name. And if you leak my government name, like affidavit comes up for a case I did. And I was like, shit. So yeah. the, people doxed me. So I was like, damn, now I really got to I gotta come out and tell the truth. So the reason why I concealed it was because I was like, well, maybe I might want to go back in like a year or two. Maybe after, if this stuff doesn't, if I don't go too crazy viral. But now at this point, it's like, you know, I guess burn the ships. But um, but it was it was fun, man. I enjoyed it. You know, uh, you know, and people ask me a lot of questions. Oh, how did how'd you get into that and everything else like that? But um but yeah, that's why I wasn't like upfront about it. But that's how I had the money to invest in the studio upfront. It was because from that career, you know, I saved a good amount of money and I, I don't spend money like that anyway. So when we decided, hey, let's do the podcast, I said, let's go all the way in. Let's get a studio and everything. So we had the, we bought the mics, we bought the panels, bought the nice cameras, all that other stuff. And we started up. 
with that initial investment that I had saved from the government. And then, you know, we, we worked the way up. And then that's in December is like when they, when I resigned, but they called me in like in November, like, Hey, we don't like this, blah, blah, blah. And I had a tough decision. Am I going to leave this career that I like, or am I going to do the podcast full time? And at this point he had, was just quitting his job. We had hired a guy that was coming from Chicago to help us. So a lot of people were depending on me. I was like, well, they were like, well, you need to stop the podcast for a few months. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. Mm. So you know, so I ended Tough. up resigning. I respect it. I don't see what the fuck yeah. the issue even is with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah you and were then people make fun of me like you're a fit. I was like, okay. You were keeping a secret, but it's like once you start to get famous, you realize that anything in your life that you are capable of keeping secret, you might just want to keep a secret because it's like, yeah, like for me, like I have so much of my life exposed to the world that it's like if there's anything where I have an option of like, oh, I'm I'm going through this with my girl or I'm going through this with this homie or whatever. It's like, yeah. let's keep that offline. Like, mm-hmm. why the fuck would I want people to be in on the, yeah, the shit dude. that is personal, you know? Facts. But they the, the whole thing was like, because they leaked an affidavit for, because like court documents are are, um, are public. public. So, mm-hmm. so they, they leaked an affidavit that I swore to for a case that I did right before I left. Right. So, yeah. So I was like, all right, damn, it's I got to But you don't carry yourself. Like I said, that doesn't, if you carry yourself like you're just some crazy tough guy, yeah, then nah. that comes out, then yeah. niggas will look yeah, at you like. Because if, nah. if you had had to quit because you signed to AD and you were rapping with him and, you know, like, then <laughs> that, that would was, be a big deal. I was I mean, like, yeah, was, I'm in the streets. I mean, Rick Ross like, was just a correctional <laughs> officer. That's not even like a, being a fucking Department of Homeland Security. But, I mean, still, that was a huge thing in his yeah, career. You know? Yeah, it was a whole different world, bro. Like, like you know, I was, like, presenting cases, meeting with prosecutors, interviewing informants and witnesses and all this other stuff. Bro, it was fun. a whole other world, bro. But it, it was fun, man. It was, it was a great career, you know. Uh, it sucks that I like kind of had to leave and then I had to like you know tell the truth about it but you know it is what it is now I'm here with Fresh and we're doing a podcast and I went from like dealing with crooks to kicking out bimbo so I'm like alright well and we started we man <laughs> I, that was uh, subs man back in the day bro he mm. was in he was in his um, uh, living room I was in my bedroom doing it virtually yeah we were it, still working our jobs at yeah. the time too when we started off the podcast like we, oh. I would like do my job and then like I'd come in and do the podcast I'll night, say this so. the prior five years we had before this whole podcast thing led up with the, the skills we learned from marketing uh, the money he saved up you know uh, all the YouTube training that we did f- beforehand when, whenever we came together we put it together and that's why it blew so big Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm actually glad yeah. because uh, the prior experience like made me really good at like you know do interview like that's why that's what debating that's why that's why I write my write notes down in a notepad because like that's how I used to you know when I did my cases you know go interview someone I write the notes and everything like that so that's why I still write my notes that's why I listen very closely to what people say just from you Think know and it. it was it's good skills to have he took his girls. He triggers the the, uh, the criminals. <laughs> hey, you did this, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, did, I, I didn't kill him. I just shot him a few times. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's not that bad. You know, he's still alive. You know, <laughs> I feel that. But so. sometimes on the podcast, when I'm yeah. talking to like random girls, I feel like the argument that I'm trying to have is a lot of times like very like fact based and like the mm-hmm. argument and they're not yeah. really even having an argument in the same way that I'm having an argument. They're not trying to like debate. They're just saying shit. Bro, <laughs> it's kind of just a You want to hear like, something funny? This is not, we're not doing the same thing right now. Maybe I should. Nigga, miss. that's like the, our fucking group chat. We just purposely bother you. He's like, <laughs> he'll give us the facts about something and we'll purposely just derail him and stuff. Translation <laughs> I have a completely unscientific perspective on modern medicine and I use this as an excuse to make it sound like we, I wasn't serious do, after the fact. We fuck with him because we know it gets to him. Damn. No. And you yes. know what's funny? He just realizes he's wrong after the fact. 
fact, and then it's like, ah, oh, I was trying to fuck with you. No. Ah. <laughs> and here's the funny thing too, Adam, because like I've I've had because like some of the girls that like I've had like that came on the show that didn't like me, they come back, and what they'll do is they'll come back and they'll like watch or like whatever as a spectator, and then they're like, yo, those girls just argued with you just to argue, like they're fucking dumb, and I was like. Do you see what I mean now when me and you were talking about it before? And they kind of see it because when they watch it as a spectator and they're able to get their feelings out of it and they're able to look at it objectively, they're able to be like, yeah, that girl's dumb. But the thing but it's for when you is there, it's like, you're yeah. like a fucking junior high teacher on this show because you have to be willing to tolerate like really dumb arguments. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, there's no show. Like Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. why are you bringing in these random girls that have yeah. never had a conversation on camera with anyone ever? It's like you kind of need that energy because otherwise, yeah, like for sure, know, like if yeah. you're going to teach 13 year olds you just have to like be mature and responsible enough when, to just deal with them saying a bunch of stupid shit. When they come back as a spectator, they're yeah. like, damn, okay, yeah, they're arguing with their emotions. I was like, do you see kind of how like you were doing it? And they're like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And th sometimes the girls will come back and be like, you're right, I, like I did this and me and my boyfriend are doing better now or whatever. We just had Jesse, uh, the one that went famous for the oh, yeah. the subway with Kevin Samuels, came, came back to the show. She's like, I apologize for what I did. It wasn't, it wasn't nice, whatever. But she understood, hey, you know what? Maybe I was a little bit too emotional. Came back and then changed her tune. I'm Shot waiting her. for a girl to like, have a like an epic viral scene on Fresh and Fit, and then be like, "Fuck this! I'm starting my own YouTube channel." And then they blow up, and they're just a child of Fresh and Fit. That would be cool. That's got to happen eventually. We should have a network eventually. Oh, yeah. see, there you, there you go. go. Fresh and Fit Network. That's Bro, the, the, it's go. funny though, and I'm sure y'all hear this all the time too. They they walk into the studio. Oh my god, it's so nice. I want to start a podcast. I'm ahead. I'm like, yeah, okay, bro. If you work. knew what came it's went into this, shit, <laughs> you you would not want to do it, bro. If you knew what went into it, and like we do it live too, so it's like no editing. Whatever, whatever happens, happens, and yeah. you know we've had girls like attack us on there, like fuck, we're fu fuck, fuck, fab, fab and fit, fit, you know, what I'm world star, <laughs> you know, it's just smacking me and shit. I was like, oh my fab god, and fit, that's so, amazing. Yeah, she, yeah, she's yeah. a fuck. Fab I mean, listen, shit. like if if a girl sees what you guys are doing and they feel like they actually have talent and they actually are right, then by all means, for sure, you should start your own thing. The whole thing is it's just a lot. Way more people are lying to themselves and saying like, "I think I could do this" or whatever, than the people who actually have any kind of ability to really do it. Unless you know? you're willing to start that type of content and I'll get paid for like a year, like Mister Organ always says, you mm. shouldn't do it. Oh yeah, I'll tell you this, man. From from the YouTube stuff, from what I used to do, this is harder, bro, because yeah. I put in way more hours uh, with with the YouTube stuff than I do when I was working for Uncle Sam. And the thing is, you know, I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn, but like I, I was a really good case agent. Like I had done. Wiretaps. I did big gang cases. I big not, not your gang. Ooh. Not your gang. Not your gang. You not should your, look into the crypts. <laughs> the crypts are bad dudes, man. I, I, I did. I did organize. This guy, C Mac the low. Oh man. I, I, I will say I never you did. Sent him up the river. I did. I never did a C case. I never did, a, did a, none of that. It was yes. uh, yeah. Never. Never y'all. Uh, well, what about these bloods? <laughs> never against bloods either. Uh, never. It was. It was. It was. It was more like you know zetas and stuff like that on the Mexican border is what I did. So it wasn't really. It was more transnational. <laughs> <laughs> it was more transnational stuff, but like, um, but like, even then, like, with doing those cases and all the endless hours, it still doesn't amount to the amount of time that it takes to what we do now. So I was like, yeah. damn. But the beauty is, at least when you're an entrepreneur, every hour that you put in goes to your 100% benefit. Even though, like, I loved my job before. The end of the day, I worked for the agency. I, you know, I obviously I did the cases because I enjoyed doing them, and I like I I enjoyed my reputation of being like one of the hardest working guys in the office. But it wasn't for me; it was for the agency. But now, now I can say it's for Fresh and Fit, which is what we built versus you know working for someone else. Yep. But you put in way more hours. You know, the, the caveat to that is you got to put in way more hours. Hell yeah, nobody's gonna do it for you. Like if you want to make something on the internet, listen. 
you got to just get in there in the trenches and figure it the fuck out. Because, hey, there are some rich people. Like, I'll admit, like, it was a big turnoff when Will Smith started vlogging. And I'm just looking at it and just realizing, like, this motherfucker got a whole team that just, like, thought this idea <laughs> up, helped him film it, put this whole thing together. I'm like, this is what vlogging is turning into is, like, celebrities just with massive teams. That's not, like... Oh, I'm Jake Paul, and I just picked up a camera and yeah. started filming myself, yeah, which yeah. is what vlogging always was. You yeah. know, his shit was cool though. Like to it me, was funny, but it's like yeah, when shit. you have a whole fucking yeah. team behind you, it's like was yeah. it obviously had like lights and cameras in the back. Like you could yeah, tell. it was just some <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Like he was doing like shit that like nobody would do because they don't he can't even afford the shit. Yeah. So I mean, that was like a space in his own that I thought was like cool, but like everybody. But that is kind of old school because now friends. I feel like they would just be like, oh, okay, we're gonna make you a TikTok and you're gonna do these little dances and that's gonna be your, your whole thing. <laughs> Line Will Smith, yeah. Shout um, to the original Fresh Prince, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. That's a good point. Vlogging is that's, that's, that's your said OG. it a million times, bro. Yeah. Vlogging is like one of the hardest ways to create content, bro. Shout out to all the vloggers out there, man. Yeah. Like this walking nigga. around with the camera. Bro, you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm doing the bare minimum, bro. I'm using my phone, like I got two phones yeah. this time, right? Yeah. He's a poverty vlogger compared yeah. to these other guys, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit. Hey man, you got a life podcast, you get like me on, on a video. I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of like an OG phone vlogger back in the day, bro. Like so much of my initial like hype and shit came from me just making iPhone vlogs of going to parties and being around people doing drugs and crazy shit happening. Girls, you could tell that we were like all just hooking up with girls at three in the morning and shit. But at a certain point it became like I'm doing so much content. I'm doing so many fucking interviews. I just want the rest of my day to be like mine, where yeah. I don't have to think about what I'm filming. I'll still put it on my Instagram story and everything like that. But you know, at a certain point, it just kind of became like I can't be doing all these interviews and then also filming every moment of my day trying to get a it's daily tough. vlog out. It's, yeah, at a certain point, it can be really hard. It's tough, but this is why we work nonstop. Like literally, we wake up, we're working. We sleep, we're we're like working. Even this trip, we're working right now. No, yeah. it's not vacation. Yeah, you know, you so know. I feel it. Um, you guys got anything big coming up before I go and eat this fucking steak that I got oh, waiting we for do, me? Bro. Or We're giving what's away going on? a Rolex. Yes. You want, you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. it's uh, ffspiritbomb.com. We're trying to hit 1 million subscribers. That's the goal. Uh, get that golden plaque like like you guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, ffspiritbomb.com. And then we're basically giving away a Rolex is the first, uh, the grand prize. Second trip, grand prize trip is... Trip to Miami. The, yep. Trip to Miami, $1,000 cash prize. Meet us in the studio. Uh, and then the third is a trip to Miami for free. And then basically you get to chill with us, hang out in the studio for a weekend, whatever it is, we cover it for you. Yeah. And then uh, and then all you got to do, honestly, is just go to ffspearbomb.com, enroll, put your name, number, uh, email. email, dick size. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like, trace it. Trace it on a piece of paper <laughs> and then mail that in. Yeah, yeah but no, everyone's like, oh, y'all are taking a lot of information. It's so that we can track the score so we can give you your prizes, man. Yeah. So yeah, a name, email, phone number, and then um, you enroll in that. And then it gives you a special URL. You take that URL, give it to your friends, and then every person that you refer to subscribe to Fresh and Fit. It counts it. And Fresh and Fit Clips, it. it counts it. And then uh, you all you got to do, and then subscribe to Fresh and Fit and Fresh and Fit Clips. Done. So do two steps. Subscribe to Fresh and Fit, Fresh and Fit Clips. That's step one. Step two, enroll on the website, get your special URL, share it, and get prizes. As, as little as five referrals, you start getting prizes. That's hard. So, and yeah. we're adding some huge guests on the platform as well. Yeah. I won't say names yet, but just... We're going to blow it like, like you, bro. Well, so hey, guys. I, I believe that Adam22, AD, and oh! uh, <laughs> we may be pulling up to the Fresh and Fit studio <laughs> on an up-and-coming Saturday, so well, people should definitely go. stay tuned. Lit, man. Yo, a real talk. When you guys come down, red carpet. Well, yeah, yeah. Because we got to go out after that because we have to leave at 6 in the morning the next day, so we basically got to go Are out and party no now. Sleep. Huh? Are you leaving now? I'm not staying out there without you. What the fuck am I going to do? Uh, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get a booking out there, too. My boy's supposed to book me. That Saturday night? Yeah. 
Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, don't worry about it. That's, that's Saturday. That's look, Saturday. Either way, I made some badass connections. Me and Myron. Yeah. So the clubs, the dinners. Yeah, we, we got, got y'all, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah, we, yeah, we got you guys. Yeah, they watched. They watched a podcast. So they I don't know this. if I've ever like when I look at that schedule for that weekend. I yeah. don't know how I'm gonna get by with that little sleep. So if there's an Adderall plug in Miami, I might need your services. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you can, you can do that. Yeah, and, crack a and, monster. And there's not many people that I will wake up early for, but AD is definitely one of them, bro. If he comes into Miami, we're gonna always take care of him, bro. Look, whatever it is, the message being responded to is me because it's the same <laughs> thing. As a person with a child, I respect the fuck out of that because yeah. that is really not an option. Yeah. But point. he works all night, though. Yeah, I'd that. be working all night. But like yeah. for y'all, bro, like there's people like when they pull up in town, like we just make it happen. We go get them from the airport, yeah. you know, first class treatment. Yeah. Like anyone we, that's been on first class. You can fit, sleep. Like, we'll, we'll pull up. We'll take a little nap at the hotel. Then we'll yeah. pull up. And yeah. I'm, I'm popping up. <laughs> I'm bringing some Zaxby's. Y'all got Zaxby's in Miami? No, it's West Palm. Oh, Pensacola got Zaxby's. No, we're we going to take them to... Uh, There's a bunch of good we'll pizza spots to, in Miami, Liga, bro. Finger, Pause. Yeah, we, oh, Genesis, Liga. that shit was lit, bro. Yeah, we were there. That was fire. We should all do a gangbang on Eliza while we're out there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Hey, it's crazy. It's crazy. She's in our building, here, bro. bro. She's in the building. You, you tell, them, tell them how the homies was, was, was trying to scare you? Bro, he was like... They were like, Yo, uh, 80, this your man's? Yo, we gonna put him on. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> put him on? Like, you can put me in the car? He said, like, no, no, no. I'll put you on, nigga. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, he was gonna hurt me. <laughs> You're making him join a gang? Hey, he's trying to drive off. The homie's grabbing his wheel. <laughs> Why? Were they like, drunk or what? We're playing around. Bro, You're finally gonna have a sober Miami trip. You never did this before. Uh, I haven't man. been sober anywhere. I love it, though. Yeah. Wait, you weren't sober that time? Hold on. Wait. You were this whole time? What's no, he's sober in now. Miami. No, in so Miami. like this Miami oh, trip will be his first sober Miami trip. Yeah, he was lit as hell on Which, the podcast. Well, you he was previously lit on the podcast. Yeah, 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 you, you were like my main no. person, like causing me to drink. Like previously, like I, I thought we were going to go to Miami and I was going to get drunk. He, he holds he his liquor like 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 a god, bro. In the airport, you think it was like. Him and Big Chief. Like, oh, we went crazy at the airport. <laughs> bro, oh, I thought we were going to get kicked bro, out. Oh Yo, that vlog was the funniest vlog I ever had, bro. I had some drinks at the club. Yeah. We're not having a bunch of drinks at the airport no, we in the was morning for no reason. At the airport, bro. Bro. I'm saying right now, we're going to pop a bottle. Adam 22, 80, <laughs> our under fashion fit. That's going to be I I'll say this, bro. We're at that airport and these guys were acting crazy. I was like, oh, he was I was like crazy. bro, we about to get kicked out. Because, again, from what I used to do, I was like, yeah. bro, these dudes are all at the airport. Yeah. They're going to see me here. But we done. They, 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 they got like four beers. Later, like, put your mask on. He was like. Hell no, I don't put no damn mask <laughs> in the airport. Yes. Wow. That was just oh, funny yeah. as hell, man. Yeah, they were wild. Bro, we, was, bro. we was wild in the airport, bro. Yeah, bro. And then, and then you were, chair? You, how are you chair? in a rocking chair, bro? What's your fucking. <laughs> he was in a rocking chair. That's <laughs> what he does at his house. He just sits on a rocking chair on the porch all day. And just... But he had it in the airport. I was like, bro, how do you have a it's rocking like a chair? Friday right movie. Now? Hey, it was a wooden rocking chair. Hey, hey when I watched that back, I said, fuck. Because I was tired too on top of that shit, bro. Yep. Bro, that shit. And then I think. Our shit got delayed like twice yeah, or something, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they missed their... Oh, no, 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 we missed two flights. Two flights. <laughs> and then end up being on the same flight. That's, That's the number one thing I'm scared about going to Florida. It's my first time on a plane in like almost two years. Is like Damn. all these flights keep getting fucking delayed and moved around. That trip, if, if, if any of the flights get fucked up, we're fucked. Because, <laughs> bro, it's a very short that period happened, of time. That happened with me, bro. When I was coming back from Vegas, my flight was supposed to leave at like 11 a.m., bro. Mm. I didn't get home till almost... Midnight, bro. They just kept delaying it. Kept Keep in mind, yep. that is like an hour flight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a storm that weekend, too, when we were going to L.A. I yeah. think it was in Miami. Mm. There was a storm that, that time. But, Adam, 
I promise you, AD, it's promise gonna be a good time, man. I will take care of you guys to make sure you guys are good. Yeah. At least we don't have to do the flight to Miami from LA. We're flying five to, hours to Pensacola, and then the next day we have to go from Pensacola to Miami. So at least we get because I just imagine there's gonna be too many influencers going from LA nah. to Miami. I'm not ready for all that energy. And, and bro, when they came to LA, bro, we had a good time, bro. Man. That was yeah, lit. that was Yo, good time. Shout to eighty, the Lilas, bro. Yeah, yeah that's Yo, that was a good met, time, man. Well, I didn't meet, but I saw Chris Brown, Tiger. <laughs> Uh, French Montana, <laughs> Big Sean. They were all uh, in Big there. Sean sent uh, drinks for him, his security. I was like, what the? You know these people? Like, that's crazy, bro. Like, Sean's yeah. 80, man. A- AD is connected in LA, bro. Yes, I'll say that, man. He, he's a good dude, so you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So we got to roll out the record. Sometimes you're addicted to him, but it's okay. <laughs> I just put him to the test, you know? A lot of people don't want to, like, you know, ask him the hard questions. I'm out here trying to make him a better podcaster. So he, I does, gotta, he does, he does. Yeah, I got to, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. throw a little uh, a little doubt upon him. He's my friend. I won't kick his ass. I'm watching the comments. They're like, yo, AD to come in a better podcaster you're, you're like, because like, of adam harassing yeah. him is the rest of that comment that you're reading there, but yeah. he doesn't he doesn't just do it to me because i like it's like we got a guy named duno here now and i feel like oh, yeah. he gets it now and i'll be like well i was like you got to go through the passage of but listen, if, if, if i tell you something like podcasting yeah. advice was and you think i'm wrong i'm super open to having that conversation i've just yeah. been doing this for a long time so i feel like i can see things and and you know i watch other people's podcasts and see things that i wish i could tell them like hey you got to stop doing this okay. this sucks what would you tell us Mm. Fresh and fit. We'll, we'll open up for oh, constructive I have, I have one thing that I do want to say. <laughs> Fresh and fit. Let's do Let's it, go. man. Let's hear it. Let's do you it. You guys need to segment up reading the donations a little bit more because sometimes I feel like you're just getting distracted with reading the donations every five fucking seconds. And mm. it's like okay. sometimes I feel like it kind of like kills the conversation a little mm. bit. And I wish that it was even maybe if you were like, okay, we're going to make it every half hour, or every hour, we're going to go through the donations. I feel like sometimes, and I'm sure it's not always like this, but. Sometimes you guys get a little too caught up reading reading them like as they come in. Yeah, mm. we, okay, we, we, fair enough. That's, that's good. That's, that's good. just something to think bro. about. Man, you know? fuck that nigga. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, because we go in the other direction where when we do the No Jumper show, we don't have the chat up mm-hmm. because I feel like the chat mm. distracts people from the conversation. All of a sudden, they start it does, reading, though. they start reading it, they start responding. But then I do think I like the idea of like doing the No Jumper show for like an hour and a half or two hours and then pull the chat up so yeah. that if there's people who have shit they want to say. Slash reading donations, we can get to all that. I will say know? this though, that chat is funny as the chat niggas. Shout to y'all, man. Y'all niggas funny as hell. That's the problem is the chat is so entertaining that it, it ruins yo, your and, ability to talk. And, and you know? they be roasting yeah. the girls too sometimes. Oh, bro, bro. <laughs> the, 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 the episode that I was on, I, some shit, I was just like, I was sitting there like, bro, ain't funny. The ghost can read it. Oh my god, the like, <laughs> bro, he just called me a whale. Oh my god, <laughs> I had to have that conversation with AD one time in the past. I'm like, listen. Just because the chat said something rude <laughs> about the girl on the show doesn't mean that you need to repeat it. You could just ignore it. I almost fucked up uh, Gina's job over here because I was like, like she's over there. If y'all don't know Gina, he's just sitting there laughing yeah, his yeah, ass off, reading the mean comments. I'm like, maybe don't because Gina's from the hood. You feel me? So I'm like, I can tell. Her, I can tell. What the fuck? Why? Because she's wearing a blanket? No, 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 like, no but her humor, I know, yeah. like. I know her humor will probably be like, you know, it's hood shit. So yeah. I, I, th- he's asking me like, oh, you know any dope creators? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring her on a stream. And while we're sitting here, they're saying all type of shit, like sexual shit. They're saying funny shit, but nothing I think that she would get offended by. And I'm reading it and I'm laughing. And Adam's there like, oh, my God, this girl's going to fucking sue us. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what his response to that was? His response was, she ain't going to sue you. She from the hood. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, and she's I'm here like, right okay. now. Yeah. There you go. So that there was go. enough that we then gave her a full time job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
Good. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go eat this steak. Fresh and fit. It's been awesome having you guys back for yes, sure, sir. man. Walter, thanks, Byron. I appreciate you guys coming hey, back. Walter, yeah, Walter. Yeah, what? Fresh. Oh, fresh. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> Walter. I looked up his no. birth certificate. Um, yeah. Yeah, and everybody oh, yeah. tap in with the contest that you guys are doing and all that. Yeah, shit. Yeah, man, check it out, guys. You get rewarded for subbing. Everybody yeah, tells you to keep, sub. Keep so. not. I, I forget what fucking date it is. The 25th. Keep the 25th open. So that you can watch us on Fresh and Fit. Yes. Let's get it, bro. Yes, yeah. it's gonna fire, be lit, man. guys. Let's get it. No Jumper, Coolest Podcast in the World. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Patreon, Spotify, all that shit. Like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. We got Kandamas. Shout out to Future 2020 Sour Strips. AD's about to eat a whole handful. No, I'm not. I want some. Take <laughs> them. Let's go. <laughs>